Good afternoon, evening, and good night. It's December 28th, 2023, and definitely not a different date than that. And if you die on this podcast, you die in real life. It's Hey, Did You See This One? my goddamn mouse hello and welcome to hey did you see this one the horribly affected by uh technical difficulties definitely december 28th 2023 not january 2nd 2024 at all we are on the gift sember nope the guest i'm all i'm all mixed up uh it's the guest miss fan sember finale we're here nice it's almost New Year's. Uh, Don't worry. Well, next year we'll come up with a better name for this month. <laughs> it's true, and I won't. Scram- we got some time, guys. It's okay. Yeah. It's true. I won't scramble my little in- inferior brain. Um, so, as you can see uh, or hear or whatever is happening when you listen to this, in some point in the future, um, it, Cassandra Hodgins is back. Ooh, I'm back Wait, from spooky. the past and the future. From the dead. From the dead. <laughs> um, I don't know why it's not letting me do <laughs> That was your applause. Uh, Thank you. I was hoping you would find that stock scream that they play three times at the beginning of this movie that you've heard in like every single, you know, amateur video slash uh, video game slash cartoon show slash any any recording I've ever made that needs a a, a lady scream. I almost played. Ah, It's really good. It's a good one. Yeah. Classic. Oh, cool. You almost played it that time, too. Almost (laughs) played it. Okay, here's what I almost played. Emotional damage. Um, oh yeah. So, oh, here, ladies and gentlemen, Cass Hodgins. Hey. Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. I think even Always though a pleasure. even though we didn't watch this film together like we normally do the day before, um, we I find that every time you come on, it's uh, we hit the we hit the ground face first, and then it's only uphill from here. Feet first, head last, as they say. Exactly. So thank you for coming on the show. Um, I would like to thank you for being on as many times as you were this year. I believe this is your fourth or fifth time at this point. There was like a whole month four? you were on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think for the reason why I bring this up is because right around the time when uh, the guest situation or the host situation changed. Also, my name is Jason R. Phillips and my co-host is always Steve Waters. Um, you me. came on twice in a row and that's relevant because episode 100 was Tommy. And episode 100 being Tommy relates to what I did today. We now have the first 100 episodes put to audio so you can go to wow. you can go to spotify you can go to anchor fm you can go to apple look up hated to see this one and you can find us on all social media it's your call to action okay i need every one of you that's watching right now all five i just lost a viewer no uh, <laughs> to go out it's probably leon just being like i can't even this week these well, people apparently they're at the place. movies or something so uh, they're at a the sh- live chicago like, oh, okay. Oh, so they're just watching fine. in line while we were. Yeah. 
they want to give us the old uh, razzle dazzle so to speak they also mentioned us on their show i believe which uh thank you stick steps and puck traps what's it maybe you should get the name right i will when i get to our next segment here but uh yeah this is your call to action go out uh subscribe follow like everything i've put blood sweat and tears into making these audio episodes and uh we'd like to come here each and every week and do a show for you twice this week uh, did you say you put butt sweat in your tears <laughs> yeah i put butt sweat and tears into it folks that's a lot but that's really exciting for the new year that's going to be crazy once 2024 hits so yeah once 24 2024 hits i there's some stuff i think there might be some problems over in japan i don't know uh maybe let's see here got so... a feeling <laughs> I think one of those fish right, rose to the top of the, the ocean in the Japanese uh, sea. The thing that I'd like to do now is each and every week I put up an image. I have people come by and guess. Uh, since Cass is a true sadist, she chose a film that nobody's ever seen or heard of. That's not true. I have seen it and I am right here. <laughs> I so. saw it in theaters. Okay. I'm so jealous. Well, you guys are biased because A, Cass picked the show and Steve has seen every single movie in existence. It was hard to get people to guess. I And, and we had the additional time, even though it is only the 28th, we had the additional few days and I kept putting the picture up and making it more obvious what it was. And I managed to get uh, three people. I managed to get three people to guess what it is. So this, hey. is, this is a section on the show I like to call fan guessing game. Congratulations! You have successfully guessed the correct answer, which is the answer you provided. Mm. Congratulations! Congratulations! All weekend I was walking around talking like I was a carnival barker at the World's Fair, and it's all because even of that. look what you've done. Yeah, it's all because <laughs> yeah. of that uh, that audio. So uh, it is real simple this week. Two people just got it. Their names are Tyler Wolf and Gord McDonald. As usual, Gord, the old Gorgon man gets it. Uh, friend of the show, Stu Hayward got it. He would like to promote uh, his stand-up comedy open mic in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. It's called. It's a show up and go up at the Celtic Corner every Tuesday night. Um, interesting uh, choice of day, Stu, because it is Friday or Thursday. Uh, today not tuesday not uh, tuesday but uh you can sign up at 8 p.m you can go up at 8 30 p.m and the show is aptly named the show up and go up people can d- dm him his name is old stewie um, that's fun i love that we sh- love a comedy moment sure <laughs> we love a comedy moment on hey did you see this one and uh i just wanted to give a shout out to the uh the josh and polly show they're uh they're a podcast it's two two dudes just uh just shitting around uh talking talking about this talking about that i've listened to a little bit they um gave us a glowing review over on facebook today they were talking about our episode so what had happened basically uh tldr is one of the hosts was trying to listen to our newest episode at the time castaway but i am a bonehead and misnumbered and mislabeled so they ended up listening to the event horizon episode and i ended up causing him to go watch the movie so Oh, you fine. did? I did. How, did. how about, how about me and Scott? Me, me and you and Scott uh, <laughs> and Kalen. And the thing that's great about that is that's a glowing example of why I watch this show, even if you haven't seen the movie. Nobody cares about spoilers as much as I do, so I would never. But lots of people just want to hear about people talk about movies they've never seen. So go look at our catalog. I think this is episode 117 or 18. 
Um, we've got a lot of movies. Can you believe we've been doing this for over three years? It's insane. Well, hopefully those guys go check out the actual Castaway episode, because that's a pretty good episode. I like that one. It's also three hours long. (laughs) But it's also one of the best. It's true. It's true. Who knows? Tonight we may beat the record. Uh Uh-oh. I hope not. I'm so sorry. Cass is trying to go for a (laughs) four-hour speak streak. That's right. Put me on the record book. About 100 minutes of movie. Um, Fantastic. So I think we've covered everything at the top of the show. We're only a couple minutes behind, but we're actually a couple minutes ahead because sometimes that first segment takes like 20 minutes when like 60 people get it. Yep, that's right. 60 people are liking, commenting, and subscribing and guessing the movie of the week. Uh, with that said, why don't we uh, why don't we head right into our um, our history with the film? A brief history. It is, of course, a uh, tradition to allow, that's right, allow the guest to go first. So, Cass, I, <laughs> I've been trying to word that so it doesn't make me sound like a dipshit. So you I'll could re- just say to ask the guest to go first. It's too late, Jason. It's too late. <laughs> to tell the guest to go first. Okay. Um, so that's told. almost worse than allow. I know, it's so bad. <laughs> uh, but, Cass, you, uh, so you selected this movie and... As I recall, you selected it, and then I didn't hear from you for, like, a while, and then I asked you about it to double-check, and you're like, oh, yeah, stay alive, like, I had heard of it before. So I expect (laughs) your history with this movie to be extremely long and drawn out, because what? 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 (laughs) The opposite of brief, you mean? The opposite of brief. (laughs) Um, You know, sometimes I ask myself, like, in my day-to-day life, why am I like this? And then I remember that this is one of my favorite movies and I'm like, oh yes, this is why I'm like this. This is um, why every day you get up and you look in the mirror and you say, stay alive. Stay alive. <laughs> if I die at work today, I die in real Survive. life. Oh wait, I, right. I will die in real life. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah, I first heard about this movie uh, because my cousin got to go see it in theaters and he loved it and was bragging about it. And I was young and I think I've told this on the podcast before, but I was like pretty sheltered in what I was allowed to watch. And I managed to convince my parents to let me buy a DVD copy of this at Walmart on a random day. I don't know how I managed it, but I got it. And the first time I sat down to watch it, it was in grade eight. It was the end of the year, end of school year, right before summer. And me and two of my best friends at the time who were dating at the time decided to sit down and watch it. The whole movie, I was very involved. They were making out on the couch behind me and had oh, so no idea Loomis. what was going on. You're the Loomis in this Basically, situation. Basically, I was Loomis. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I think it was kind of just one of those things that was my my own first, just my own horror movie that I got to experience by myself. Um after that, I did like a deep dive on Elizabeth Bathory and found out everything about that lore. That's insane. Uh, and yeah, I just I've, I've watched it a million times and a half. Is it good? We'll no, find out but today. I love hey, it. Hey, so it doesn't matter. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> it's my favorite. We're going to talk that about is my it history. to a fault, in fact, uh, almost Always. too long and find out whether or not it is, in fact, a good or awful, terrible Listen, we've covered many, many terrible movies on this uh, podcast, and I will say that this one is by far not the worst movie. Oh, but I I will say what I learned from letting the guest pick the movie is I don't want to do this ever again. 
<laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm nice. Kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I will say that we did two Paul Verhoeven's and an animated Canadian thing. And then this, we had a lot of like, I had a lot of opinions this month. Good. Uh, Keeps the brain going. You well, know? Like, it's good for you. I do like that element of it. Uh, with that, Steve, you said you saw it in theaters. What's your brief history? Uh, I don't actually remember who I saw this with in theaters, but I was working at EB Games when this movie came out. So that character that keeps popping up throughout the movie, the weird video game uh, employee, that was essentially me. I've been that guy uh, too. I get it. Recording in progress. Yeah. Um, Do you not record, Jason? Uh, he's been... Uh, Sorry, listen, I didn't mean to interrupt. He's having a rough time. He just <sighs> he just told you that you picked the worst movie he's ever seen. So he's in a mood. <laughs> Um, it's like keep it off the record yeah sorry it all, uh, it's fine but, it's all going on to the internet we're all good this yeah. was close to the, the period where i had also been working at a movie theater uh so i was seeing every single movie that came out because i would get passes every week to go see movies i would get two passes so it would be like me and a friend would go see whatever and we would just see whatever anything that came out even if we didn't even want to go to the movies we'd be like it's hot let's go to the air-conditioned theater and watch a movie and uh i don't think that this was one of those but i do you know i, I was a huge video game person uh, i still am uh but i was excited because i was like "Ooh, a video game themed horror movie this should be interesting um even if it sucks i'm sure there'll be enough for me to like about it or at least at the very least enough for me to pick it its bones clean with criticism <laughs> which can be just as fun as watching a good movie um and yeah, I never saw it again after that. It's like I, I forgot about it. I watched it in theater, and then up until Cass asked to uh, do this movie on the show, I was like, "Wait a minute, is that that one with like that the blood lady and she like and like and then it's a real story?" And and but but I've seen documentaries about that woman several times throughout my life, like th between two thousand six and now, and every time I would see one, I'd be like, "Wasn't there a movie where?" <laughs> She was a video game. They turned her into a video game. And everyone's like, Stephen, you're insane. You're crazy. <laughs> like, that Steven. can't they be. Would never, ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I just finished playing uh, the, the Devil Within Me or one of the Dark Picture games recently. And they did a similar thing where they took a, a very real story and turned it into a, a video game. But instead of it being a movie, it's a, a dark picture video game, which is essentially a video game and a movie at the same time. I love that whole anthology. It's so good. They are very good. So good. Um, we should do a playthrough with all of us live. I'm so down for that. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. We I'm did so one once. I think we streamed it while we were playing that one time, Jason. Anyway, my brief yeah, history so is turning into a long history. I got therapy about drinking after that. Um, so uh, uh, is that your whole history? <laughs> He's, you are dropping some darkness this episode. Man. I have a feeling you need that to Jason maybe didn't like this. <laughs> or he just had a bad day at work today after the holidays. No, I had multiple people say I have to be funnier on this show over the holidays. So I'm going <laughs> to be extra. I'll tell you after the show, Steve. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, so big boy. Oh, wow. Hilarious. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I, I don't really have a huge brief history. It's just, uh, you know, I saw it in theaters and I do remember it and watching it today. The only stuff that I really recalled was the things that were in the trailer that got me excited to see it to begin with. So it was like I was seeing it for the first time all over again. That's what I figured. You did mention that you'd seen it in theaters, but like you said, you just saw it and then 
well, that's that. But the thing is, yeah. is all the three of us are gamers, mm-hmm. right? I, I've been a huge gamer my whole life. I don't remember this coming out, but the, the concept of dying in the game and dying in real life, there's a couple show, couple animes that have done that trope. Um, namely, the first season of Sword Art Online and uh, the, the, the first season of a, movie, a show called Dot Hack. For some reason, like the first seasons of both of those shows are really compelling, and then like they just get out of the thing where you die, um, and that kind of makes it lame because now it's just a show about an MMO, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But this movie kind of made me harken back to that. The rules are a lot more muddy, <laughs> uh, right? Uh, you know, you're not hooked up to like a thing connected to your brain, and then you die, and then you die in real life. It's like, well, I mean, the Matrix is basically a die in the game, you yeah, die in real life. Yeah. Tron is a die. You know, there's there's ton, ton many many things have done it. Uh, so, this one just does it to like a weird level where the game is bleeding over into real life, which is kind of the most interesting part of the movie well, i had never heard of this movie <clears throat> and then in 2006 i probably wouldn't have been able to handle it anyway because mm. there's a long storied history of on this show of like up until probably 10 years ago jason was a fraidy cat i was a fraidy cat of the goy <laughs> and the horror now it's now i'm dead inside and i can handle whatever you throw at me mm. uh this was a very easy watch in that respect but a hard watch for other reasons but I did watch it all in one sitting because I wanted to give it the honest. I didn't want to give it the old Jason watch it in three parts uh, and then pan it. I wanted to stay the course through the whole thing and be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to allow myself to feel good about panning this one. Okay. Nice. That said, there is a competent horror movie in there and we will talk about that. But before we get to that. We are going to talk about the director of this all film. All right, all right. Quiet on set. Are we rolling? Okay, let's shoot this piece of shit. <laughs> Sound. Speed. Action! This is the segment of the show where we uh, newly added over the last couple months where we talk about the director of the show. Now, I did see um, the director's name come up. I am not familiar uh, Cass, do you have any uh, insight? Do you know anything about this director? I, I know that you mentioned that you listened to commentary for this. So that's, some, that's something I've else I wanted to, to ask you. I've to commentary many times as well. <laughs> I just wanted to ask you really quickly, uh, uh-huh. related to your your history, how did you, you own it on DVD. Do, I do, you yeah. You still have it? I do. And then when you watched it to get ready for this, did you watch it like on your DVD copy or did you watch it on a streaming service? DVD copy. So I watched it like in full and then I went back a day or two later and watched the audio commentary again. But I have watched the audio commentary multiple times when I was younger and very hyper focused okay. on this movie. Because the reason I asked that is I sorry, I just I want to I just want to get something straight about this movie and the quality. Mm-hmm. I got a rip of it because the only place I could find it was Sailing the Seven Seas unfortunately. Did I, you get the director's cut no, or the PG-13? It, it wasn't I don't think it was the PG-13 version. I th- it just said DVD rip, and it was the only version available across the whole internet. Okay. There was a lot of swearing, so I don't think yeah, it was the PG-13. Yeah, exactly. There, and his, you see his head fully explodes, so I don't think... Okay, so you got the R-rated version, or the director's yeah. cut. So, yeah. So, or the... Back in this day, they did the the unrated version. Yes. So it would be that. The thing I, wanted, I was curious about is, have you ever seen it on streaming? No. 
because when I tried to watch it on Apple TV, it you just couldn't you couldn't buy it. It just it was there, but you couldn't. It click doesn't play. really exist anywhere. Like uh, I was yeah, also yeah. looking online to see if I could stream it, if I could find like other versions or whatever, and I was like, oh, this is like impossible to find. It's on Google Play for like five bucks to rent. Which... You know what's also crazy is that you would think it would be on Disney Plus because this was distributed by Disney. Yeah. It's like their only horror movie that they ever really did distributed. Yeah. And uh yeah, no, they're like, that didn't happen. That's when they were <laughs> they were trying to get it. they were trying to lean hard into gaming back then. Yeah. A lot of weird Disney video games came out. So they're like, what about a horror movie that's also a video game that's also not Disney. great, but good. And they're yeah. like, how about instead of doing whatever this is, we'll just buy Marvel and Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that happened eventually. Logistically, I think maybe that makes more sense. But yeah. I'm pretty sure that before they bought Marvel and, and Star Wars, they were constantly at risk of going out of business for like decades, right? Maybe. There were there's a couple of scares in the history of Disney yeah. for sure, but now they just own everything. Anyway. Um, uh, tell us about William Brent Bell. Um, I don't know, honestly, like a whole lot. I know this is the first uh, horror movie that he ever did. Um, and then he went on to do uh, The Devil Inside, which I've never seen, but I heard um, is, the ratings are mixed. Uh, and then he did The Boy. I don't know if you guys know that one. There was yeah, like where there's a boy in the walls. Yeah, yeah, where there's a <laughs> yeah. boy in the walls. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then he did uh, The Orphan prequel. Um but he's done like prequel, some other things the as well. One. The original is fantastic. I also haven't seen the prequel, it's but he great. is still working, so that's good. Yeah, he has a movie coming out, or he had a movie that came out this year. Lords oh, really? Lords rule this year, this very yeah. year that we're currently in, twenty twenty three. Haven't seen it, but yeah. he's he he made one. What's it called? It's called Lord of Misrule. Yeah. Looks like a horror. Looks like a religious horror. Ooh. All Fancy. of these movies look like they could be in the insidious universe or the what's the other one not insidious the one with the conjuring the conjuring universe i love the conjuring i've told have i ever told you guys before i tried to watch the conjuring and i fucking watched insidious and maybe never want to watch any modern horror again that's okay i i think insidious is not scary at all i got to like the that ending scene and i was just dying of laughter it's yeah (laughs) they need to cross that universe over with the ghostbusters universe and it'll feel appropriate that would be so good start busting all the insidious monsters (laughs) yeah yeah the darth maul guy with his fingernails (laughs) cool i think that's pretty much it for him though like he puts out a movie every few years Yep. They're all kind of like... Well, he also wrote this movie. He didn't just direct it. Right. Yeah, he and... co-wrote it with a buddy. I can't remember his name. Um, uh, I didn't write it down in my notes. Well, I'm the oh, worst. You know I'll stall for a second here and not create an IMDb. His name is right. Matthew Peterman. Yeah. That's uh, it. There it is. He... I think they were really good friends at the time, too. He also uh, helped write or direct one of them, uh, Devil Inside and I think The Boy. And, and then after that... He produced work. Well, they apparently That's they've it, been yeah. they've been trying to get a sequel to this made, and as recent as 2022, they were in, they were really trying to get a sequel off the ground to stay alive. I which... would give my money. I don't have much, but I will give it. <laughs> stay alive, yeah. <laughs> stay more alive this time, or stayed alive, stayed alive, <laughs> or Maybe stay alive. Maybe stay dead. You know, <laughs> staying alive. It's all BGs. For the soundtrack, but like horror, <laughs> epic horror remixes of it. Yeah. Uh, I don't particularly think a a modern version of this would be bad because 
we're so now steeped in technology anyway that most horror movies have some sort of technological element to them. So yeah. having a ghost inside of your video games might be fun again. Yeah, and have like... and maybe they get it like more right. Yeah. Like I think like this whole concept right. of this film is so cool. And it's like maybe you just needed like a first well, go to be like, what works, what doesn't? Now let's perfect it I and think make it incredible. The, I think what their problem was a little bit is this like this style of video game didn't exist yet and wasn't even really on the horizon. But now we're on the other side of this kind of video game being a trend with uh I would I would argue that that's not necessarily true. Well we I don't think that, do we have voice act uh voice activated There's that one that the streamers were all playing. The Phantasma Gore. Oh, yeah, the horror if you, one. You like if go you into scream. a room and you're like, hey, is uh, there a ghost in here? And, there, and then it goes, hey, did you see this one? <laughs> you can find us on uh, all social media. Hey, did you see this? <laughs> yeah, well, they've had a few that have come out. Yeah, I didn't necessarily mean the voice activation stuff, but uh, horror video games have been around forever, but uh, cooperative ones have been were pretty big at that time yeah. with like Left, Left 4 Dead, Dead yeah. and there was one called uh, Hunter the Reckoning that I played with my friends that has this that very weird. similar vibe to just the the graphical style of this game like on yeah. PlayStation 2 slash It's very PlayStation Xbox. 2. Yes, yeah. Cuz this game well, I mean, as we find out at the very end it's a PlayStation 2 game. Well, this game also was like yeah, it wasn't Xbox 360 PS3 era the graphics even are like ugh. They don't they don't look great, <laughs> even no. considering it's a movie and they probably could have made them look better. I'm pretty sure this was a stylistic choice. Yeah, but it does feel real like it. Like when I watch the video game aspects of this movie, I'm like, I could see myself seeing that on my TV in front of me. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, OK, so we're kind of getting into the body. Of the episode. So before it's totally fine. Uh, before we get to that, though, I'm going to play us a little AI synopsis. That's right. You heard it. I fed the synopsis of this into it. an AI. It's going to be trash. I'm going to rework this as the year goes on, but they, you know, it's staying in because I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. Staying alive. Staying alive. Air plot synopsis running down the block. Did they steal Dolly's voice? They must survive the game's curse to live. Oh that one kind of ended properly. That was yeah. good. I can't believe they got Dolly. They. <laughs> it's a mixture of a bunch, I think. The they James, sniped her. The James Hetfield one sounds like, oh my god, that's the, Lars Oliver's going to sue everybody. I hope so. Um, yeah, me too. That's true. Also, <laughs> the thing that you sent me today, Steve, about uh, Way Yonder or whatever, that one that just has a list of all the people it's stolen from. Yeah, that's a that's a reason to get away from the AI stuff right there. So maybe that's maybe that's the last time we hear from our old our old robot friend. Anyway, I can pretend to be an AI next time if you need it. Perfect. Hello, it is I, Cassandra Hodgins. <laughs> Stay alive. Stay alive. <laughs> if you die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> to leave a comment, press one. <laughs> oh, shit. That was actually really good. Thank you. Uh, Okay, so I think we're just going to go into the body of the episode. What do you say, pals? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, okay. Ho, 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 ho! Everybody back up, because here comes the body of the episode. This is, of course, the main 
part of the show that you've all come to see. People give us flack for the episodes being too long. But really, if I just cut all that stuff off the the, the beginning, like that's like a half hour gone right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what time is it? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I've uh, gotten ourselves into a bit of a pickle when it comes to the length of this show. That said, this week, uh, the, luckily the movie's pretty short. Um, what do you guys want to do? I, as usual, have the movie written out pretty much plot point, beat for beat. But if you'd like to go more freeform, we can do that. What would you like to do? I don't think this one really necessarily needs us to go beat for beat. But maybe we just talk about the chunks because there's lots of chunks. The chunks. Yeah. I'll keep yeah. us on track with the chunks. Uh, first chunk being that basically it's a survival horror game. We get introduced to Milo. What's how do you say his last name? I've never oh, been able God. to say it without looking I'm at it. I'm not sure. Milo. I know his name is Milo though. Vandramilio Liglia Menglia. Well, let me see. Oh, here. I didn't even realize it was him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's cast in shadow the entire time, and the quality of the version of the movie that I watched was not that great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's movies. the guy from Heroes. Guy he's from also Heroes. in a bunch of other shit. And this uh, is us. He plays a character named Loomis, which sets a trend for the rest of the characters in this movie to have really fucking really weird dumb names. names. But, and but his also... roommates, Rex and Sarah. Yeah. Oh, Sarah. Okay, that's a normal Sarah, name. Sarah, normal. Rex? Okay. But I mean, everybody else's... What? Everybody else's names are like October, yeah. Swink, Hutch, Hutch Swink. Finn. Finn. Oh, Phineas. Hey, I guess Miller is, but Miller is not usually a first name. It's a last nope. name. I, I think it's extra crazy that the guy who sort of sets this whole thing in motion's name is not just Loomis. It's Loomis Crowley. Yes, it mm. is. Who wrote this? Why did you write that down on paper? And why are you so on the nose about everything all the time? I mean, they must be amateur horror writers often do. Like they'll they'll just inject things that they like into stuff, and this it's is fine the main to do character, that. Pumpkin blood horse rider. No, they'll be like, this is the the old Romero house or something, you <laughs> yeah. know. Or they'll be like, oh, we got to yeah. go down to the old Carpenter Lodge. You know, they'll they'll, they'll like inject famous you know directors or writers into this the is work my girlfriend like, susan Voorhees. <laughs> yeah exactly but i i don't know i feel like there's such like a charm about that too right it's like i feel like it was just a group of friends getting together and right. being like let's just make something super silly and fun right, and get yeah. the right people on they only they took like 25 days for them to shoot the whole thing does that make sense yes, yes. i'm like yeah they were just like let's all hang out and so- have fun it's interesting that you like this and also Repo the Genetic Opera, one of our one of our best episodes ever. Really? By the numbers. <laughs> no, it's one of my favorites. It's one of the ones that in Dread. You yeah. put, this is your fifth time on. But it is the fifth time. We forgot in, about Dread. That and Dread are the two episodes that I like. If people are like, what should I watch? That and Dread and pretty much like Castaway anything that tim's been on i'm like these are the ones where it's it's good stuff um the rest of it don't bother with <laughs> no listen it's on spotify now it's on spotify <laughs> go to spotify this one um and i really think that i forget what i was talking about so what was i talking about? nice uh we were talking about this movie was made in 25 days very much yes, no, movie. Sorry, everybody the... was just hanging out having fun made something cool it's interesting that you love this movie and repo because repo had a lower budget but they look similar at times 
there's special effect like digital effects that are clearly used in both like just making the the area outside darker is clearly a digital effect yeah the smoke and steam weird backgrounds and stuff are clearly just like like not when they're in the video game either like when they're out in the world it's clearly like a like bad digital effects and and repo sort of used this as well so my theory is, is that you like campy horror you like a campier tinge to your horror I love, well, I also love like more true horror as well, but I think it also just stems from me being like a creative person and playing Dungeons and Dragons and being an actor. Like, I kind of like the fact that I get to play a little bit of theater of the mind while I'm watching something. Right. I don't need it to be high definition. I know what you're doing and I'm in the story with you, whatever that story is. Yeah, and there, there is something charming sometimes about being able to see the seams um, yeah. of, of the woodwork, you know, like figuring out how they were able to do something without it being like a mind-blowing effect this is one of the reasons that i still have a, a hard time with like overly cgi'd things when they look too shiny and nice where i'm yeah. like i wish it was a puppet <laughs> also, i always wish it was a puppet, a puppet. Again. also yeah. it's gonna look like shit in 10 years and maybe sooner maybe you know? and this the, i gotta say the cgi for like the the monsters even in the real world don't look that bad the only thing that looked bad is like the, i think the first time you see lady bathory it looks she almost looks 2d but that's why i'm curious about yeah. watching this on streaming because they might have been able to do that thing where it's clear so it almost brings up the quality a bit the version that i that me and steve watched was just so no, I wish out. I like. I wish we all got actually got to get together yeah, so I could have uh, shown you on my DVD copy because like the it movie is, doesn't look like shit. It's the the fact that we watched a crappy version, like, of it, really right? low quality. Yeah, it looks good, and I actually um I don't know if it came across when you guys were watching it, streaming it, but the point of Elizabeth Bathory, like when she is in the real world, especially near like the end of the movie, um it's supposed to look like she's not really there. Like it is the illusion. It is this kind of like possession moment. It's not supposed to be like, she's right in front of you. It's kind of like a ghost. And I like effect. that, but my main problem with them doing this throughout the movie, also too many jump scares, but like ineffective. A lot ones. Of jump They're scares. just like, they just make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was, it's 2006. This is when they figured out that they could just do a jump scare every five seconds and yeah. more, more people would say it was good at yeah. the end. So yeah, scary. That was crazy. It was scary. I was so scared. Yeah. Very uh, 2006. But what bugged yeah. me is just to make it spookier. There'd be scenes where there's a part where Hutch is like figuring it out in the office. After... Can we just call him Jim Halpert? <laughs> yeah. After Jim Halpert. It's Jim. Yeah. Jim and out, Pam. Finds yeah. out that uh, he's got two Pams in this movie though. Um, hey. One has blonde hair and one has black hair. Mm -hmm. uh but that said him in the office building after when he when like for some reason the receptionist or whatever she is is still there and the ghosts are like going around that almost felt like it, she was possessed or something that like... did her, her she did but they yeah. didn't there was no payoff for that but the us seeing like the the monsters running around in the background i thought was so like who's that for if they're not going to pay well, it off it's she wasn't playing the game, so I would she see it? No, but why are was, we seeing it and then there's no payoff? I because just somebody I see, I played see the saying. game in the building, man. The building is haunted, man. I know it was yeah. to show us that the I haunted outside. It was just an in ineffective storytelling way to do that. And I think I think the greater point is it was kind of lazy to not have it. Well, I wanted to talk of... about this this particular scene a little bit more because there's some weird stuff going on that I'm like. 
I agree that it is ineffective because I'm confused by it. But there was stuff where I was kind of getting excited where I was like, oh, yeah. okay. She's possessed now by Lady Hack you to death. And she's got a scarf on. Is she Has she had her throat slit and she's hiding it with a scarf? Because like nobody wears Agreed. a scarf like that and that thick. No. So, so I had all these things going through my head. And then, or is no. her head gonna fall off like a big orphan me... pre- prequel? Right? Yeah, like, I mean, it's it like I'm me... setting it up. That's I'm true. I, it made me think that maybe that she was gonna have to possess people to kill in, in reality and not just be like a ghost or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm still not sure that that wasn't what they were gonna do because you never see her killing anybody for a very long time. So I, I thought maybe there was gonna be a reveal at the end where, um, what's her? I think her name is Loretta. I remember yep. that name sticking out to me too, being like, I think Loretta? it was uh, Matthew Peterson's ex-girlfriend Oh, interesting. Uh, played that role. And he was like, she did such a good job. I thought maybe she would be, uh, you know, running around stabbing people. And then at the end, you know, Jim Halpert would be like, Loretta, what the heck? It's It's been you the whole <laughs> it's time? It's just been Scooby-Doo. Takes yeah. off the mask. Well, I mean, he did also look like Shaggy. A little he looked, bit. He looked like Jim Halpert and Shaggy mixed <laughs> together in the fly machine. Yeah, I think that's also the difference too of seeing like the like PG thirteen version and the like director's cut version or unrated mm-hmm. version is that like they did like there's like I don't know fifteen minutes of extra stuff. Most of it is just longer shots of the gore and like a little bit more of that, and then a couple of scenes later with like author and creator of the game. Other than that, it's literally the same. But when you do watch the PG thirteen rated version, you're like. Oh, okay. This actually makes more sense. It's like very much to the point. This is what we're doing. Here we are. Yeah, so. but that's and that's a like, theater release too. Was the PG thirteen one? I fucked up and watched the like censored version of Megan, and I still liked that <laughs> movie a lot. But yeah. I think that when it's like a pretty by the numbers horror movie like this film and Megan, it's like you need that extra bit of something to yeah. to bite into because this movie like it like like my biggest takeaway and I'll talk about it in my outro it's essentially it's essentially like if scream didn't have a cool twist or or one of those like late 90s early 2000s but the those movies usually have like some sort of twist i was waiting for a twist like you know later in the movie where abigail's like oh also all that stuff i told you was a lie lies i didn't expect yeah. her to for it to be a total like uh, a total red herring for her to be like it's all lies. I live in this van. I thought she was going to be like, oh, I know the person. I know the yeah. developer. I'm, I'm, a descend- I'm a descendant of Lady Bloodbath. Or I was and, sent uh, here to yeah. like monitor you so they'd know where you are so they could send. Because I, I didn't know. They waited a long time to really for you to really find out if paranormal. Because there was a point yeah. where I was like, oh, it's a serial killer. Is it a serial killer? Who's killing them as they die in the game because yeah. they're monitoring That's so it. funny. Even the first time I watched it, I was like, ghost. Ghost really? for sure. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, me too because I saw the trailer <laughs> right. for the movie. I didn't watch the trailer. <laughs> I didn't watch the trailer either, though. Right, I was right. just like, ghost, ghost lady. They're all screwed. <laughs> so without seeing the movie, there's no, I don't really have a real theory corner this week. You you guys might, but my theory corner, they were just happening all through my notes. I didn't take the usual notes that I take where it's like, this is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. It was like. A setup, a setup is happening. Will this be the payoff? Nope, that wasn't the payoff. It was more obvious than that. And I, all my notes are like that. So yeah. I give this movie a lot of credit for being a horror movie. I, How old were you when you saw this originally also? that's How it. old are you in grade eight? Well, 12, 13? 13 or 12, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 So it, 
when I, if I saw this movie, I saw something when I was twelve, like Scream or something was out when I was twelve. That well, Scream I saw is the Exorcist. a masterpiece. Uh, but and, that was too oh much. God, I, I had a th- idle today, hands. Maybe I saw when I was way too young, and I just fucking I was like, nope. Me and oh, Jason yeah. were talking today. I was like, Cass must have been pretty young to, to when they first saw this because I was, you know, just out of high school, and yeah. so, so like I was like. This is my theory. Cass saw this in the eighth, seventh or eighth grade, and yeah. it like infected their brain so much that they fucking love it. Because that happened to me with like a ton of horror movies in that same that, pocket. That was the same thing with me with Repo, right? Like yeah. it was a couple years after that, and I was like, Sponge, just <laughs> get it all in yeah. here, and it will live there for yeah. the rest of my life. Um, that's yeah, what I no, I that's very what I figured good. as well. Sorry, I, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, you're good. I uh, I had the same sort of thought as soon as Steve said it, and I was like, yeah. That's when I was like, oh, yeah, Cass definitely loves, like, you were able to watch certain horror stuff at an age where when I was that age, I wouldn't have been able to watch it. I was sticking to superheroes and raunchy comedies is what I would have wanted to watch in grade eight and grade nine. This This is the age that, like I've said on the show before, I saw The Exorcist when I was in the seventh grade, and it, like, broke down the doors for being scared of horror because I was always too scared. And then that was the moment when I was like, okay, I've seen what people have said is the scariest movie ever made. (laughs) So I think I'm good now to watch other scary movies. And it turns out that was true. Yeah. I don't know why RoboCop affected me the way it did, but I did watch it when I was seven. So broke my brain a little bit. Um, How about, how how about Adam Goldberg in this film? You guys like Adam Goldberg when he pops up? Well, I kind of really liked him. I can't help it. I just think he's so charming. He looks the same age as the rest of them though. Oh yeah. They keep calling him old man. (laughs) I like the fact though, that like in this film, and I was, again, I was watching the audio commentary the other day, but they wanted to make this film for not like the younger people who play video games because the usual consensus of people who don't play video games is, oh, video games are for kids. And they were like, no, we're going to have like people who are like interning at a law firm. And then like their boss also plays and they were talking about all these strategies. Like video games do go past just like sitting and playing Mario. I love Mario. No shade. That's just how it is. I Um, do appreciate that they used actual rhetoric from real games. It was a little bit better than they usually do with it, but But it also kind of felt like I was being slapped in the face by it. But at the same time, I appreciated that they did a little bit of research and they're like, well, let's make sure that we use the correct things, even if, if we're saying it in completely or incorrectly, everybody outside of Frankie Muniz, who was, wasn't any better. Just, he was just able to say it faster because he's, he's got the fast talker shtick. Mm The rest of them sounded so wooden when they were saying the things that even though they were using actual phrases and terms. How dare you talk about Jimmy Simpson like that in front of me? Listen, no, Jimmy Simpson is my favorite part of this movie. He understood okay. the assignment completely. You did. Um, but I, I did not like him. <laughs> I, Jimmy Simpson is great. I mean, his character is horrible, yeah, but I love yeah. Jimmy Simpson. I, in my notes, I wrote down, it's way grosser to lick a controller than it is to touch, touch a controller lick after it. somebody likes it. it. <laughs> At any rate, it's it just, uh, I just like to see these people from this era. And Jimmy Simpson was only really on It's Always Sunny at this point. I think that his next big thing. I don't even know if it was always, oh, maybe. I remember the director was talking about how um, they went to go see another movie for an actress that they wanted in the film. And then they saw the movie. It was called Do Something. 
can't remember. Uh, and then they saw Jimmy was in it and they were like, listen, you can have whatever role you want in this film. Like, please be in this film. The actress did not get hired. They were like, he stole every single scene he was in. <laughs> That's what we need for this movie. And he did it. Yeah. Like, it looked this, like he had fun. He's so. a, he's a journeyman actor. He was probably the, like I said, he, he out of everybody in this movie, him and Frankie Munez sort of got, what they were there to do yeah and the actor who played hutch probably could have been replaced by a myriad of other actors who look like that like it would be they originally i think wanted to hire his brother and then they were like no we'll get john instead of ben the guy from happy endings would have played that character well too that guy that just kind of or or john krasinski or literally john krasinski (laughs) exactly i don't know if he was busy at that time every time he sees a dead body he just does the face the (laughs) <laughs> it looks at the camera yeah um i kind of wanted to talk about that opening sequence a little bit before yes. we get it's so good far, yes. far from it um it is good it's a very good opening sequence to a horror movie even though it has some of the most cliche horseshit that i hate in horror movies they still what, two people they, fucking and then him standing there yeah, watching them like, in like their friend's around. house and like he but i mean i think that he was already affected by the weirdness of the game so his mind's all fucked up but like the fact that he just stands there watching his buddy sort of like are you going to just watch or yeah. also his buddy's wearing Get a pig mask for some reason? It doesn't that's make sense. weird. That, that's that, weird. That was like, what is that? What's happening with this pig mask? It... I think it was just there to scare us, the audience, not to, to scare anybody else or must've been. Um, the, he also says it's the sickest six since fi- fatal frame. And I'm like, okay, it's all right. Be this kind of that movie. was the first, like uh, outside of the, the yeah. game game reference. And I'm like, how many of these are we really going to get? Are yeah. we going to get like a million of these or are we going to just get a couple? I will say also, sorry to interrupt, but I have to say it quick or I'll forget. I love the moment where he was talking to Hutch on the phone and Loomis is like, hey, yeah, so we finished this game. You want to come over? Are you going to come over? Are you um, you're coming over to hang out? <laughs> just like please. terrified. He's like, yeah. please don't leave me alone. After I'm so scared. This. Yeah. So good. Sorry. Continue. Um, the language of this age of like like early 20 somethings uh of 2006 is just absurd it's just absurd yeah like when he's instead of saying later or bye on the phone he says late and then hangs up the phone i'm like what did anyone talk this way everybody talks (laughs) like that (laughs) Um, it's culturally relevant also loomis is a pervert and so are his friends never bone in a pig mask please Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought, that but it's that... overall. Don't kink shame, a... Stephen. I don't know. Someone might be into it. Okay, fine. Sorry, <laughs> out there, pig people, <laughs> pig weirdos. I thought that the this the opening sequence really reminded me, and I'm surprised they didn't mention this game because it came out in 2001 and was a sort of a similar vibe. Uh, but Eternal Darkness for the GameCube, where as you're playing, it's like a it's a horror game, but it's also a psychological horror game where you'll be playing and it'll be like your controllers unplugged. I have an answer to this. And Nobody then... played that game except for me and you <laughs> okay. on planet Earth. At least you know what it is. I, I want to tell yeah. Cass what it is because okay. look at, look I'm at learning. Um, but it does stuff too where it's like it'll be like you're, it'll freeze and then it'll go back to the main menu and it'll be like your game is erased. Oh, one of those. I love those. Yeah. It it's does... like the early days of Monica. Yeah, exactly. Or the that. Like the volume will turn down on your TV, and like, oh, I love but it's just that. the game volume turning down, or like it'll, yeah, it'll do a thing where it like brings up the menu for your, uh, your GameCube memory card. It'll start deleting every oh, game yeah, that you have on just there. Your game, true. Like, I love little... that. That's so fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
I mean, I don't know how you play it knowing that's the gimmick. I think that first round of people who bought it not knowing are the only people that really got. Well, got, I, got I remember when it. I bought it. I this is pre uh, me working at EB, obviously, but like it they was warned me. Two thousand and three or two thousand and four, right? The guy so, warned me. He's like, the game will try and fuck with you, but don't worry. Anything that's happening that's weird, it's meant to it's be that way. He didn't give me any spoilers, but he's like, just don't. Don't come back here like later today and be like, it deleted all my games off my card. It's like, it's just a, just a ruse. The game is tricking you. Um, but yeah, the, the opening sequence definitely did its job as, as a horror opening. And I do love a good open to any horror movie, especially when it, it does the job of setting up everything. Really that is to, that, yeah. To, to set up everything that is to come. And the cinematography was quite good. Um, Little girls I, I crawling think, on the walls. Yeah, I do think that you know the logic of some of the people in the scene was a little bit janky, but you know, what can you expect from an so, early two thousands horror movie? So and it, weird it, janky logic. Since it does happen in the first sequence, mm -hmm. that's when they said the name of the movie in the movie. They said oh they said the name of the movie the the game in the movie so many times that i was trying so to keep track times. and i just stopped writing it down and but i will tell you the first time they say it because that is the that is the game um it's at three minutes and 42 seconds and then oh they, it's with the narrator it's like this will help you stay alive so yeah and then they say it like again at like 20 minutes but I think they say it when they first get to the coffee shop as well. So like, yeah. I, I just tuned it out after I heard it the first time. And then I was like, oh, they they keep saying stay alive. Which stay is alive. Like the what is this game? <laughs> which is I like just the, got this new game. It's called, looks stay at the alive. camera, stay alive. Stay alive. <laughs> which is like the opposite of Star Trek Troopers last week in the same year we're in right now, 2023. They would never say, we are the Starship. Well, they might say we are the Starship Troopers in the little news thing. But like, it's, you know. It's like the opposite of that. Word. Yeah. Well, there are certain movies where saying the title would just be insane, but a movie like this, where the name of the movie is the name it's of the game, game in yeah. the movie, it's like, yeah, okay. Obviously, they're gonna say it a couple times. Gotta do it. Uh, I just want to. Or you know, like Batman. Yeah. And they just keep saying the bat. It comes it's the, the Batman, Batman forever. But no, but <laughs> yeah. most of those, it's only gonna be like the first one, or like the Dark Knight ones. Right. Where they're gonna actually say it down the barrel, but but Christopher Nolan at least uh, he he waited until the very last word of the movie to say the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight rises. Doesn't Michael Caine <laughs> say it? No. I also will say Gary Oldman first, says it. This yeah. first opening bit before we move on from it, unless anybody else wants to add some fun little notes. Um, the first seven minutes of this movie is actually what they pitched to have this movie exist. And they mm. basically took their storyboard and they animated it in iMovie. <laughs> and oh, then cool. they pitched it right up until like Loomis's Getting snap. Hanged. I was gonna, uh, uh, and that was their pitch for the entire movie. I was gonna, Disney was like, yes. I mean, it's good. It's really good because it establishes all the rules, which I do like and need rules in the horror rules movies. Can change, rules can change. The rules can change. The rules change in this movie a few times. I know, but they at least establish the base basic rules before changing them later. It's okay to change the rules, but as long as I understand the rules up into a certain point, I'm sure. okay with it. Do they and mention, I think that they did a really good job of setting up all the rules. Do they mention Cass in the um, in the commentary? Do they talk about the like game engine if they rendered it in a game engine that they built, or if they animated it all? Do you know? Because... It was animated. 
Um, but I know they were talking to like some video game people yeah. that they knew, but like they did all of that kind of on their own, like fully animating everything. Another fun note, actually, before I forget, um, is this house behind me. Uh, it is a replica of Sega's The House of the Dead, which was released in the 90s, but it was all animated. They wanted it to just look animated like a PS2 game. Right. Here we are. Because that's, that's the vibe I got from the game. I got like House yeah. of the Dead vibes. No mo-capping or anything like that. Resident Fun fact, Evil. House of the Dead, also a movie. Terrible. Yui Ball. <laughs> Terrible movie. Maybe we'll Yui do Yui Ball month and just well, this, oh, this, will make, this will be the Citizen King. I might have to Loomis myself if we do that. Uh-oh. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get away from the balcony, sir. <laughs> Actually, I should mention that if you look up Stay Alive, there's a documentary um also called stay alive about uh loomising yourself so oh not to bring down the mood (laughs) bring it right down um not surprising that they didn't render it in an actual video game engine because that would be fucking weird and annoying if they had to do that yeah i feel like also at that point would have cost way more money to do yeah, right. but they could have just taken an existing game engine and like made game sprites and and done it. Then you have to pay them. You have to pay them, and then also finding a way to shoot in that would be nightmarish, as opposed to just animating. Yeah, it, right? like make a machine yeah. out of some game, or that. Yeah. That's why I wonder if they built something. If a developer actually built like a small world to just film in. No, they just animated oh. it shittily. Just animated it poorly. It could have literally what do you mean? looked it looks like beautiful. whatever they wanted. <laughs> and also, I was fully expecting... Here's what I actually thought the first twist of the movie was going to be and was so disappointed. I thought... You know the game, the episode of um, of Black Mirror Playtest? Have either of you seen that? And it's just real. He's in I the love game, that one. It's just real and shit's happening. And it's all very realistic looking, but, in, but still messed up. I, I think thought, I love that episode because I love Steel. That's just it, right? All connecting. I thought that's what was going to happen when he's walking down the hallways. I thought he was going to die in the game and then it was going to zoom out again to be like he was playing a game inside the game and then he died in the actual game, which was like a VR thing. But nope, just haunted PS2 disc. Yeah, I think they just wanted it to be more akin to like what was real and possible at the time in terms of video games. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, Which I kind of like better. I, I feel like VR stuff and it, you know like obviously the budget would have went way up if they had to film things in these types of environments um, and that would have been bad for the movie but I think it's kind of fun like I do think it's more fun that it's like kind of janky video game graphics when they're in there because I'm like I remember playing stuff that looked like this mm-hmm. and uh, it's not that scary when you're in there but then you know the, the horror is meant to be more sp- spooky when you're outside of it and i will say though like the way those little like... girls move that still messes me up i'm like please don't move that way i don't like it mm-hmm. it's too jerky mm. Listen, you shouldn't you should, should both that way. you should both come over and we'll take turns playing my psvr2 which is like a better graphics version uh and there's a game where you sit in like a in like a in like a what's it called like a a chair like a chair <laughs> but like you're on you're on uh like a roller coaster chair i guess oh yeah yeah and you have two guns and then it's just like the most nightmarish i know this game too it's in the dark pictures universe yes dark, i do know this game um and it has i played it on mushrooms and it oh. has, I, I do not recommend i did okay <laughs> I though i did all right mushrooms <laughs> when we play and uh, I, uh, it's I have to be like drunk to play it because it's mind prison. Same with the there's a Walking Dead one as well. That's just you're walking around a city and you're killing zombies, 
and a two Resident Evil in VR. And it's just like I have to almost be wasted to handle it. Yeah. Don't fall over, though. You'll break something and that's expensive to replace. (laughs) How old do you think I am? (laughs) I don't know. I always forget that I'm a baby. Yeah. I'm old enough to potentially hurt yourself so bad you need a hip replacement. Yeah, I could do that now. And yeah. like, I'm 29. So yeah. <laughs> whoops. Um, so I guess we can get out away from that opening sequence. I just wanted so to kind of highlight it because I think it is probably the best part of the movie for me. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it stays pretty consistently all right and good up until so like I the think, second half is a little bit. I think long. as soon as the death of the boss and like the the sort of shitty interrogation by the cops. That's when it starts to kind of like eh, kind of turn to jello for me. But it tightens up again at the end, and I, I we'll get into it as we keep talking. But mm-hmm. uh, well, do you want to you want to talk about our home alone of it all uh, at this point because it kind of goes into the rest of the movie. I mean, maybe yours does. Oh <laughs> well, I want to know. I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Let's get. We'll go a little bit further. We'll go a little bit further because at this point in the movie, we just we it goes over to Hutch. He finds out that his, his best friend, best is friend dead. slash brother slash cousin slash foster up together. Brother. I think they're like step. After they're, not, his, they're like foster brothers. Yeah, because Hutch's family died. His parents died in a fire. He's terrified of fire, and Loomis's family kind of took him in. I think they like lived down the road or something, and they were like, "It's okay. Like it's, we'll adopt you into the family." It's funny later in the movie realizing that uh, Loomis lived at home right or oh yeah because later they go to that house and they like he was beta testing video games what do you think he's doing true where are his parents out of town they're on vacation (laughs) they're on vacation out of town or maybe dead or home loading it (laughs) yeah they forgot him they forgot him sorry so now his two friends just bang in the master bedroom it's so weird you can't think this is not a movie that to put under the microscope the way that this particular show puts movies under the microscope because the cracks are forming. Already. You must not. Don't look. Yeah. But keep just... keep that grain on that screen. Don't do look you, too close. Do you know who you time. are? <laughs> <laughs> You're on. I know who I am, and I am here. So. Do you know who you are? <laughs> I am. Oh man, I said I I have a note here that just says, "Okay, what is this fucking movie?" <laughs> That's after, a good note. That's after, accurate. After oh, after yeah, after he finds his friends brutally just before we move on from this opening bit too, I got a I thought the movie was going to be way more hardcore based on the scene he opens up the room to where she's like I want to see that in better uh, Yeah, it's fidelity. like some cuz it's, it's like, like some like a, hellraiser shit. Yeah. yeah. She's this like, movie I does do, have a Hellraiser vibe. I will say, I, I wish this movie was gorier than it is. Okay. I wish that we got more, more of that, because it was good when it was good. So, when they cut to Hutch, was that New York or Chicago? New Orleans. I think they're in New, New all... Orleans. Yeah. Oh, they're in Nola. New Orleans. Sorry. Nola. I'm so Canadian. New Orleans. New Orleans. Um, this was also filmed eleven weeks before Hurricane Katrina. Oh fuck! It was one of the last movies to wrap. More like Hurricane Tortilla. Hurricane Tortilla stuff. I have to be funny. I think about that every day. So do I. <laughs> More like Hurricane Tortilla. Steve also, Steve's not, he's weirdly silent, but 
he also thinks about it every single day. Oh, it's, anytime it's... I eat tortillas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tragedy. Um, it's a tragedy. That, yes. That meme is good. That's a great meme. It's a great vine. Yeah. Anytime play... I think about hurricanes or tortillas, I think it happens. I, sometimes I'll just whisper it to myself. Yeah. So this is where we're get... like Hurricane Tortilla. <laughs> this is this is the first time I'm finding out Adam Goldberg's name, Miller Banks. Miller Banks. He read his lines off of uh, the computer screen because he didn't have time to learn them. So the whole time that he's gaming in the office, he's he just does... reading his lines. He also is probably and my favorite, favorite part of the movie. He did really good. He also he's has my favorite biggest... line in the movie. He's probably the biggest is... star at this point. Maybe Wendell Pierce was on Frankie the, Muniz, the Sophia Bush. Yeah, I think Frankie Muniz is Frankie probably Muniz the biggest star at this point. Because yeah. Malcolm in the Middle was in its like... It was still on air when this was coming out. Yeah. Sorry, Stephen, what was the line? What was your Miller line? Oh, it's just when he goes, hello, mumsy. <laughs> when he walks into like the tomb. <laughs> Because he's like wilded out on cocaine and he's got a cigarette hanging in his mouth. And I'm like, this oh, yeah. guy is. Told my wife in. I was working late. <laughs> yeah. But what I love about this character. He is didn't that... even tell his wife. He got his assistant to tell his wife. That's true. <laughs> what I love about this character is the first time we meet him, he's just like grilling Hutch for ways, how to cheat and win and beat Silent Hill 4. And that's yep. when I was like, uh, another one of these, like, two, a little on the nose references. And they're they're using like actual like I remember that game. They're using yeah. You drop act- the gun. You go in. Yeah, you, they're using Kills actual yourself. terminology from the game. And then he's like, "I'm not going to tell you how to do it." And then I he's never like, played the Silent Hill games. They're too scary for me. He's like, "I'll uh, Silent Hill's messed up." I'll let you have tomorrow know. off if you just. I do love the movie though. If you just tell me how to beat the game, which I thought was a funny <laughs> thing. Well, we played PT. We played PT, which is oh, I mean PT I, is sorry. messed up. At, it, during the era of like right. Silent Hills, like crowning achievement of being the scariest games ever made i was too scared to watch them because i was even too scared to play like goldeneye because i was scared a guy would sneak up behind me and shoot me i was like it's too spooky interesting i need colors interesting fact about me i was deathly afraid of horror movies and gore but any video game i was fine with i was playing resident evil see that's confusing i was the opposite i was like i will watch the let's plays because i need all the lore but if you put me in that controller space i will scream and throw it and everything yeah. will break i think it's because you're attached to the character so when you die in the game you die, you in, die in real life, life. <laughs> exactly <laughs> which is actually what happens when you play the first four silent hill games mm-hmm. um but, but yeah, yeah pt I, I i was good at that but i was only good at that because i was always playing it in a room full of people who were too tar- terrified to touch the controller so i was like all right I can do this. Can do I'm this. the brave one. You're so brave, Stephen. Yeah, and I would sit so down and, I'd, and I would walk us through it, and I'd be like, "Don't let them see your fear. Don't let them see your fear. Don't <laughs> let them see your fear." I remember one, like I remember one night at your old place. There were like six or seven of us around, sitting around this game, and you yeah. were you were playing it, and I was mm-hmm. even like, "I'm t- too. T- it's too much for me," because that one actually. That one changed the game a little bit. I wish they had actually made that game. What was happening was that I, I was feeding off of your fear. It was giving me strength. Everyone in the room that was was shouting or screaming anytime anything happened, I was I was getting a little bit more bravery Are in my bones. Are you Freddy Krueger? <laughs> Spoilers. Don't tell anybody, bitch. <laughs> uh, That's incredible. Um, so the boss, though, he reminded me so much of a boss that i had when i worked at eb this guy 
We'll call really? him JJ. That wasn't his name, but we'll call him JJ. And he had the same it's energy. It's actually AA. And he just had the same sort of like weird strung out energy, you know, of like somebody being and, and like he was the district manager of the 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 different locations. So he would come in sometimes and he would be like, So how do you how do you how do you beat this part? Like I don't know how to beat it. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. Uh, I can tell you how to beat this part if you really need my help. 40-year-old man. Yep. Um, there's no real anecdote to this story other than that he had That the is same a real energy, person. That he's a real person that exists. <laughs> well, to yeah. add on to that, every EB, like my EB at home, I'd go in there and there'd be like the, you know, the pimple-faced geek guy working the counter. and then Don't talk about me like that. I'm right here, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I also worked at EB, you fucking asshole. Okay. So <laughs> I literally had Accutane when I was in high school. So, um, anyway, I didn't mean to say... Anyway, the geeky, like, video gamer sort of style person. We know what like, you meant. Yes. I get it, I get it. I'm, I'm over-explaining. It's, it's part of my charm. And then the, <laughs> the manager would walk over and be all like, hey, you selling games? Like, like the managers at, at those kinds of stores did have that energy. So I believe yeah. you, Steve, that you had somebody like this in your life. And I was curious. Cass, did you have, like, a, a manager who was like this this guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. At EB. The cool hey, guy. Was it the same guy? Yeah. Maybe. We'll the have thing to talk is about this, Stephen. It cool. might have been the same person. <laughs> Maybe it was. Yeah, I worked at a uh, I worked at a call center with a guy like that, where he'd like sit in his giant office while we were all in these like tiny cubicles. Also, I was like sixteen, and it was definitely a scam. So, but they paid me like fifteen dollars an hour in the early when I was six in like two thousand and one. That's bank. It was crazy. I was Back call- in the day, I had to like call and like pitch all this. Clearly, a scam. If you got the credit card. Energy pills for the elderly. Exactly. Basically. It makes your bones turn from dust to iron. <laughs> Literal iron bones. And he had some saying. No returns. Say, but I <laughs> yeah. can't remember. It was like, it was, it was very like, if you're not selling, what are you doing? Like, you know, the, you know. The... If you ain't selling, you're dying. And if you die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> if you die yeah. in this office, you die in You don't in sell this life. loyalty card. You're dying. That's it. You don't have it. to throw in a dumpster over here. <laughs> I don't know why they um, all stuff. talk. They all have a New York accent, and we're very much in Canada. But hey. and the movie takes place in Louisiana. Yeah, in New Orleans, New, New Orleans. Orleans, or sorry, New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> uh, hey, what about this funeral where the quirkiest <laughs> pixie dream so manic bad. dream girl shows oh. up? And Just well, taking my... pictures at a funeral—that's yeah. not yeah. weird at all what, totally what i wrote right. down was classic weirdo hot girl taking photos at a funeral yeah. <laughs> yep and the audio commentary i was listening to the other day they were like can anybody explain this yeah she is just that weird girl that I'm would just, do that that yeah. is the explanation this, did she even know more. anybody she didn't know anybody at the no funeral, she right? knew sarah oh, okay who died and she was yes. like oh i didn't think i'd be taking pictures at her funeral i thought it would be her wedding right Snap, snap. Yeah. Hot with guy her, in the corner. With her boyfriend, snap, Rex, who's played by a man named Billy Slaughter is his real name. And Billy he wore the Slaughter. pig mask? Yeah. It was a kink for sure. I wonder if he's in For jail sure. He, he wrote that. He's in the Twisted Metal TV show. He's still working. Good for him. I love that. He's in nothing else I've ever heard. They just hired him because of his name. <laughs> Like, and then they named his character idea. Rex. Yeah, when he came in to the audi- oh. to audition, they're like, there's no character named Billy Slaughter. And he's like, no, that's my actual name. And they're like, holy fuck. <laughs> Cast when, immediately. Yeah. You know when Bill and Ted face the music when they meet their younger selves? Like the their kids? Remember that? 
I haven't seen movie? it yet. We watched, watched it over. Time, we watched it over stream one time during the pandemic. So I remember, I but I don't remember, remember the movie very well. Anyway, they meet younger versions of themselves, and he played the younger version of Bill. Oh, he's cute. He doesn't look anything like uh, Keanu Reeves. Though, I'll tell you that much. No, not even close. Casting. Bill S. Esquire, Theater S. Preston. I still get them mixed up, actually. They also introduced a little sister character of Loomis, who the I The assume... worst acting I've ever seen in my life. I assumed that she was going to be in the movie more, right? The way that they, like, spent so much time with it there. I'm like, and what, like, the bag and all that. And, like, also, look at you. You're so grown up. She's like, Never, yeah. Never. Such a creepy um, thing to say. I don't, don't know. Say that. My parents will let me play this. Uh, here, my brother's dead. Yeah. Bye. Also, <laughs> here's like, his lighter. I know you're deathly afraid it. of fire. Yeah. yeah. But did you notice that the lighter had the the PlayStation yep. triangle circle square X on it? It does. That was for me, Steve. It didn't have the Xbox logo. It had the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. We're at constant war, you see, because I'm a PlayStation gamer. No, we're Steve... not. You just think we are. No, that <laughs> actually was He Kaylin. just wants to fight. No, it's okay. <laughs> that's that's a callback to Kalen, actually, because he thought that there was an actual legit war between between the people. And, uh, yeah. I have both. Now he, love he's it. missed every day. <laughs> so getting to the next part of the film, basically the manic pixie dream girl 2K6 comes in. Starts you should just call her Fatal Frame. <laughs> well, Fatal Frame. I didn't even put basically. that together until right now that she's literally taking. But they not once, not once in this whole movie does she look down at a picture and there's a ghost in the picture. Which not is once. Like, why missed would, opportunity. Why wouldn't they do that when they're at the tower at the end? That would have mm. been. They probably had it in the script, and then the makers of Fatal Frame was like, no. Do not do that. You can't we do this. Sue. People are going to think it's a Fatal Frame movie. And they're yeah. like, fine, we're going to mention you in the movie. And they're like, I, yeah. I don't care. Just don't She was that. also using a ridiculous camera. A ridiculous like It was crazy. It was like one of those like ones that has like a periscoping lens that looks like an accordion on it. And you're like, okay, this is like some 1940s and just like technology. Mostly pictures of Hutch that look like crime scene photos. Just like yeah. zoomed in. Look at the birdie. She's got one of those like she's got one of those like curtains over plus she's yeah. taking a picture. Her first meeting Hutch is the first time I wrote down this dialogue, holy fuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Like, what are you talking about? What are you saying to each other? And that, nothing yet. Nothing. And that's that short silence right there was just uh Well, this is also also when we start to get introduced to all the additional characters, and this is when I really started to realize uh, they all have shitty cartoon people names. No one has a normal name. No one has a normal <laughs> Jimmy name. Jimmy Simpson, Swink? Sophia Bush. Swink. Yeah. Swink. Is that Swink. short for something? No. Also, did, wait, did I already like say this? Swinkleton? That, uh, Frankie Muniz auditioned for this? I did say that. He auditioned he for this? He, yeah, he read the script and he was like, I need to be in this movie. And he originally was maybe going to play Hutch. And then as they read through it more, he was like, no, like I, it makes sense. I'm Swink. And they were thinking about like changing up his image at the time, but they were like, Malcolm in the Middle is still on, so we'll keep you as you. Yeah. No, what and we're going to do is this embarrassing up. green visor. That yeah, you we're going to wear you have in to every wear... possible way. And when you're and his smelly little wearing, gamer glove. You have to be yeah. wearing two visors at the same time when we introduce So you. good. And yeah, no, also, he wanted to do this. Jimmy Simpson is going to say some, something homophobic to you about your stinky little. Absolutely. <laughs> 2006. You know, I was watching and I was like, 
It's 2006. They're it's probably going to say that at worst? least three yeah. or four more times in the movie. And you know what? They didn't. They only said it one more time in the movie. And I was kind of happy about that. No, yeah. instead he just uh, sexually harasses Abigail. All the over time. And over and over and over. Stop, I do think that Stop, saying somebody has Hi. body karate is pretty great. That one's good. Yeah. Girl has got body karate going. Yeah. That's a pretty good line. Body karate. Good. It's like he didn't, he clearly didn't ad lib the lines, but played them off like he was ad libbing the lines, which I guess yeah. I can appreciate. That's why I think he got the, uh, he got what this movie was. And the rest of them felt, maybe felt like it was their big break. But Sophia Bush has been in like a million things yeah. now, right? John Tucker must die. Are, yeah. you, are you joking? Incredible. Also, um, October is the reason why um, in the last D&D campaign that I played, my Hunter campaign, I fully made a character based off October. And I had my tarot cards at the table, and it was amazing. I lived, honestly, a long time. So, My next character is based off December, the month. (laughs) The month. And I'm cold. (laughs) You know what's really messed up, though? My current cyberpunk character is named August. So I think I'm just going (laughs) going through the entire year. The entire calendar year. Yeah. yeah. Actually my my abyssal is based off of Lady Bloodbath, so Nice. Oh, I yeah. knew it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't want to say planned. anything, but yeah, it's, it's okay. We'll clear. we'll talk. We'll yeah. we'll we'll talk. We'll talk about it later. This um, is, uh, I'll this be is... right back. I just have to go to the bathroom. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. I'm just gonna run down some some film here. Yeah, uh, do we, it. We kinda mentioned this already, but we when he's handed the lighter, uh, Hutch gets a flashback. To, and it's like whoa why is that on fire and then it, you know it's not that deep i immediately was like oh he's got he's afraid of fire yeah uh, they use that it's like sorry man you're they... my best friend but i have <laughs> no care for your boundaries whatsoever they use like, that okay. shot a few times um mm-hmm. for different th- like for different moments like that shot of the fire going across the floor is actually from the end of the movie when she's lit yeah. on fire. So they that, do that a lot, actually, with a lot of little flashes. Where it's, it's cool. just... Um, Foreshadowing or using the same shot and making it make sense. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. I was hoping this wouldn't happen. My computer with my notes died. So... <gasps> I'm gonna. I can send you my copy. No, it's cool. I'm, I'm just. I. I didn't think Steve was gonna be gone at this exact second. That's okay. So I can I, help you out. I've seen this like fifty thousand times. What What's happens up? next? I'm gonna get my charger. Oh, okay. After that, we've got all of them hanging out. Uh, we've got the whole scene of licking a controller and passing it. Oh, off. this is when they're all there. They actually yeah. get the game. Phineas is like, "Wow, we got a bootleg, crazy copy of an underground game." We have to play it. This is super illegal, and I'm down. Let's boot it up for Loomis. Super inappropriate and not okay to do, but sure. Everybody gets together uh, on a big couch with, like, helicopter Some of them are on the floor. Yeah, they are are wearing the kind of headphones (laughs) you would wear in a helicopter, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful, and it it feels like, uh, like... I don't know, early 20s dudes room. Like there's like a big yeah. futon that has been sat in way too many times. Giant uh, picture on the back wall that's like a giant poster. And or everybody's like a video just crowded game, I around. Assume. It looks like some, some sort of, it's called I Beam. I think it was called Beam Man or something like that. Or Man Beam. Something like that. Like it it's something silly. And then there's like no other furniture. Like big futon, poster, TV. Yeah. Well, that's they all also, you need. They also establish before everybody comes over that he's like clearly not. Wealthy. He's washing, washing, he's washing his plastic, plastic cups. cups. Yeah, 
Yeah. But like not plastic cups that you would give a child, but like the kind that you get Solo for cups. a party. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's an intern at a law firm. Okay. He doesn't maybe make money yet. But he's he has the unpaid this intern. giant ass fucking apartment. Ugh. I don't know. I, mean, I guess it's New Orleans. No, <laughs> Nola, baby. Not New Before York City. Katrina. So maybe yeah. that makes sense. I don't know what the economics were like at the time. Um, but we I get everybody. That... Oh, go ahead. I just wanted to say that, like, I consider myself a pretty affluent gamer, a person who's been video gaming my entire life, a person who would gladly consider myself one of these people that are portrayed in this movie. Steve has looked at me and but... said, I'm very good at video games, so don't even try to play it off like that. <laughs> play it off like what? I'm literally confirming the fact that I am very good at video games. You right are now. good at video games. Good job. <laughs> um and I've never, ever spoken to my group of friends in the way that these people speak to each other, like video games is a religion, you know, it's like, it's crazy. They have like their own weird language that they speak. They get horny for stuff like so like, fast. Yeah, That's it's mostly crazy. Phineas. It's crazy. It's absolutely J crazy. Uh, yeah. Fit, uh, Finn is like, this game isn't out and potentially from like the dark web or whatever, like on the under. He's like, this is very much illegal and, and I want to play it. Yeah, right he gets now. an erection like that's. Yep. Yeah. Then she calls him a boner, which I thought was funny. But uh, <laughs> I want there was a question I wanted to ask you guys since we all do play video games. But maybe I should ask it later on because it makes more sense later on. But there's a there's a point later on where Frankie Muniz is playing uh -huh. the game and so the other good. guy is in real life and it's they're both affecting each other's experience. Yeah. And I, and I was going to ask if you had to choose one person to I be, would the person be playing the video game. But I mean, if you had to choose someone to play the video game for you, is what I mean. Like you're in re in real life, and you had to choose oh. someone to play for you, because that person it is... would be Chad. It would be Chad? my partner. Okay, Chad would sense. know. He would already have been playing the game for forever, and he's like, "Here are all the secrets. I know all the lore." I certainly hope podcast. he had been playing forever. That means he would have never died. <laughs> no, he would be, be really good at the game. <laughs> okay, okay. And I would be out there being like, "I don't know what I'm doing." Yeah. Is there a crowbar in front of you? And you're like, "No." And then he's like, "How about now?" And there's like a pile of them. And you're yes. like, well, "Where did you find all those crowbars?" And he's like, "I just look for them." Yeah, I dropped them down. Right. Press the drop button. Uh, Jason, do you have someone you would pick? Myself for both. Okay. <laughs> nice. Well, then Jason's clearly going to get killed by Lady Blood. Now. <laughs> Immediately honestly, dead. Honestly, probably you, Steve, because aside from myself, you're the only other person that's as good as video games. Maybe Durak. You know, maybe like my buddy. That's Stu. my answer would be Durak, probably. Probably Durak. for me. For me, Durak Stu. is very good at staying alive in video games. My friend like Stu he... is like the same. He's the same guy as Durak is too in that. <laughs> He's always the like equal. He he's always better at the game. I'm better at like racing games, and he's better at like staying alive in like an action game. You know what I mean? So well, what I mean, we're the saying name of the is game we is would stay all alive, die so, yeah. if we played this right now. <laughs> yeah, we're all goners for we're all, sure. We're all dead. Uh, Leon's back. I probably just on intermission, but hello. Oh, I hope the show's good. I hope. I love it's... Chicago. I hope it's great. Chicago is a fantastic. Chicago. Movie. Chicago. I, I know that Shawshank guy. Redemption. I saw Chicago at the uh, the what's that place that has the film fat the uh, the musical fest out in where is that place? Where is that place? Um, uh, we we saw Spam a lot this summer there as well. Oh, like a playhouse. Yeah, but it's like a the the town is like a small town. It's, about it's not Drayton. No, it's like an hour away, and it's uh, you take a bus there and get a bus there and back. Shaw? 
what is that? Stratford. Sh- Stratford. Yeah, we saw hey. Chicago at Stratford. That one. And it was like a comedy version of Chicago instead of it because we came home and watched Chicago, and it was like, wow, that wasn't. That's just because it's the movie version. I do like the movie version, but like Chicago is supposed to be a little bit camp. It yeah. has to be. Like uh, the actors were very much like looking at the audience and winking for a lot of it. Fun. And it was <laughs> funny. Funny. <laughs> I had another question. I can't remember what it was. Well, who okay. would you who would you choose to play this game for you if the if they had to affect your life in the in the mission to oh. to kill the witch? I would pick Durak. Jason, you said you'd pick me or Stu. And Cass would pick Chad. I almost I called you Chas Chas again. Chas. Just like mash it up. Yeah. It's fine. Yes. It's one of those things where I like I try to say one of your names first, but then I just can't decide which one to say, and then it just comes out just as Chas. Comes out as that. that is A okay by me. <laughs> no, I don't no, mind. Uh Leon in the chat mentioned that Justin Bieber is from Stratford and That is true. I went into this I know people who knew him when he was a young boy. I went into this bar and jokingly asked the bartender i was like hey do you can probably get this asked all the time and you know justin bieber he's like actually yes he's kind of a dick uh that's also what i heard when we were kids there was like a skate park and he would come there and just be a terror because he was already like pretty famous at a very young age so yeah but that'll happen to you like hopefully he's grown and like is living life and the way the way that i may have seen his dad because apparently his dad is just like are still around my dad played golf with his dad. Yeah, like he's just a guy. Ooh. He didn't know that it was his dad. They just were, they were, he was with two of his friends and there was one spot open. And this one random guy was like, hey, I was just hoping that I could just join a three person game. Can I join? And then they said, yeah. <laughs> he played and then halfway through their game, he's like, yeah, so what does your kid do? What does your kid do? And then it finally got to him and he's like, my kid is uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> it's like, what the <laughs> what? fuck? Kind of lead, yeah. don't you lead with that? But yeah, imagine he was just sweating the whole time. Yeah. Like he's yeah. like that it's question. Like, is I hope they don't ask me. me. Oh god. Oh god. Because <laughs> I think he's like estranged or like somewhat estranged. I so. Like I think he tried. Like I think he was split up from the mom. And when Justin Bieber got famous, he tried to. Like... Yeah, my dad told me the huge this long story that he told him while they were golfing, and I started to fade out during the story. And I was like, <laughs> Dad, were you this bored when he was telling you this? Because <laughs> this is a boring story. And my dad said yes. That's funny. Yes, I would. Uh, and Leon, this movie is not as terrifying as the posters. I I thought it was going to be some Hellraiser shit. Um, in 2006, the, the, the special effects for gore were like pretty peak because it was still practical and, and CGI mixed together. Um, but they don't really show it. They are usually cut away. I've noticed that about horror. It's, it I think this movie was, was banking on ambience than it was on yeah. Yeah. on gore. Always... And gore does not equal scary to a lot of people as True. well. So it's... Oh. And they just cut away from everything. Yeah. Um, look at you so grown up is creepy. Oh, where are we here? I don't... Hey, oh, well, did we read the prayer so yet? Many... Oh, that's... Yeah, I wanted to talk about this a little bit. This is where I was like, oh, this is the Evil Dead. They're doing the Evil Dead thing, but in video game form. And this is very cool. And this would, if this was a, a mechanic in a video game, kind of creep me out a little bit doing it. Listen, I when they when they start the game, you only see like one person pick up a controller at first. 
but then they all pick up controllers and then they're also playing online with the with miller and i yeah. my head i like short-circuited because of how wrong that is i get it, it's a movie well they like, they establish that they have multiple consoles and and uh, screens and you know it doesn't it depends on the multiplayer cap i guess i at guess that point. but my brain was going like survival horror games at this time weren't really multiplayer yeah like but you said you, i was you... playing halo you know in, on land when i was in 2002 2003 before xbox live even came out we would do lands where we would have a bunch of xboxes a bunch of tvs in the same room right. and we would all be yeah. connected okay that's fair. I guess this was the like that very beginning of it then because I don't know. I I think I was just getting irrationally angry because I just was a video game person. Like right around this time, he uh, uh, Frankie Muniz tries to appeal to Jimmy Simpson and he's like, "Hey, I know a code to have their clothes fall off," and then it's just the Konami code, and I was like, "Uh, hmm. oh, Steve's frozen." I, he's i thought he was steven no everything that's gonna go battery wrong got him we're, go we're screwed <laughs> it's like that play um everything come to me clouds may they rise like an <laughs> evil storm going to rip them open ghost in the background <laughs> oh. now he's gone okay. bye steven everything it was nice knowing you that goes wrong he died in the podcast so he died in he real died life in real... no <laughs> i have to make some calls <laughs> yeah make sure he's not actually dead and uh, no, he'll be right back he probably just had a thing where his internet exploded because like i didn't just charge too cool like i didn't charge my computer with my notes on it he didn't reset his internet before we started just like how i didn't hit record and just how like it's uh oh it's only 9 30 okay i was yeah. expecting to look at the clock and it's like oh it's 10 to 10 okay well yeah. let's take this thing home um it's at any rate th- this is where they read the prayer so good I also like that it's Abigail who's like, what if, like, I don't game, but, like, what if you read it? And everyone's like, ha-ha, you're dumb. And then they read it, and they're like, oh, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you can stay and hang out with us. Yeah, and Frankie Muniz, Swink's like, really? That's next-gen technology. Yeah, we're not even close. Yeah. They, uh, I will point out that they don't have any microphones around i guess they have headsets on no they have the little yeah i guess they have headsets on and the only reason they have those on is because miller's in the office right so i'm irrationally angry about this whole sequence this is kind of where i was like my favorite sequence but go on it's fine we can talk about it the konami code it's a safe space thank you thank you (laughs) (laughs) thank you the konami code bit i literally sent a picture of my face to the chat to our chat, me, you and Steve, because I needed you to see because my face went that way, and I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a picture of this so I can document how hurt I am that they'd use the Konami code in this way." And it only hurts because the Konami code is like just—it's basically just in Konami games from the 1980s. You put in this code, you get some lives. It started with the game Grad- Gradius, Gradius, Gradius. Uh, and but was popularized by the game Contra. And if you know anything about these games, they're they're Nintendo games. They're stupid hard, and the only way a lot of people could beat the game was by using this code. So the fact that they made some dumb off-color joke about getting the you know the in-game sprites naked with the Konami code just made me 
I don't know. It made me annoyed and mad. Okay, I need you to go back in time before 2023 that we're in right now. Uh, Yeah. Go back in time to 2006. Okay. And we've got a whole different society where, like, things are funny, but they're actually not. But they're funny, and, like, people are just laughing at it. Okay. I'm back Would you laugh if you were in a fucking theater with a bunch of people and you were like, Yeah, I would have laughed. This is what I'm saying. We're too far in the future now. It doesn't land the same way. And it won't ever again. Like that, it has to be only in that time that it worked. If they did it now, not okay. It's true, and you're right. I I know. Think that I (laughs) sorry. I think that I was being (laughs) too critical. No, um, I love your criticalness, but this is how we get to talk about it. Noel, Noel in the chat uh, suspects that it's your magnetic energy that's blowing up the technology. So Probably. So Thanks. So, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, but they also say that the mid-aughts were a godless time. So you're right. You know, if No, I was it was a, a theater, weird time. If I was in a theater, especially, and that happened, I'd laugh. I think at that age, in 2006, I was... Uh, like 21 so not only would oh i have my God, I'm a baby. yeah not only would i have laughed okay but i also would have been like i understand that reference and all the rest of the day i'd be like i understood that reference and my friends would be like can you and it's not an inconceivable idea for people to... wait are you guys still there <laughs> hey <laughs> did Steve. you write down what you were saying so you were able to do that because that was funny that's good. Listen, Definitely not planned. Listen, Leon, I'm about to watch the new TED TV show, which I'm sure is going to have some off-color stuff in it. Uh, they said we thought TED was funny, so we did. I, th- I thought I thought TED and TED 2 both were great uh, at the time. I don't know if they hold up. I did see a clip from it recently, and I did laugh. It was the scene where Marky Mark's talking to his boss. I don't even remember what it is now, but... Anyway, yeah, we, I have a new podcast coming out. It's called Ted Talks, and we just talk about Ted and also Ted Talks at the same time. Nice. It's going to be if they make four Ted, if they somehow make two more Ted movies with Marky, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, uh, we have to do a month called Ted Talks, and then just do all the Ted movies, and then or we could find two other movies that have main characters named Ted, Bill and Ted. It's excellent. Adventure. And bring all my oh, fun facts. There's two right there. Need them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any fun facts? I have I have some fun facts. I like fun Wait, facts. Hold on. I need to make a sting, or Steve specifically needs to make a sting specifically for your fun facts. Oh, I don't have that many fun facts. I oh. <laughs> I've gone through well, them. This is but I will say see this one for this week. <laughs> um, the, we were talking about the plantation that they used to film this. Very cool in Louisiana. Um, it was also used for the Last Exorcism, which also has terrible ratings. But I really love that movie. Um, and it's one of my favorite exorcism movies because the main girl in it reminds me of a girl that I went to high school with and Thanks, like, Leo. they look the same. So yeah. I, cool. And I have fun facts about Elizabeth Bathory herself. Cause you guys were discussing, I think in the chat or before we started that the, potentially this plantation is the one from red dead redemption. Um, <clears throat> so I was trying to figure out what plantation has that road that, has those the trees those particular trees yeah. and the plantation they used for the movie does not have a road that leads up to it with those trees but i, I know thought, the one you're talking about in red dead I yeah know because it, it's about. the braithwaite manor y'all yeah. where all the horrible racists live yeah um plantations and that makes sense yeah, yeah. 
And uh, I couldn't find the exact location where they shot on this road. And I, I had gone through like a list because I, I know a few. And uh, I was looking at like the dark hedges in Ireland. I'm like, this looks a lot like those. And then I looked it up and I was like, no, they're not the same. Uh, so I couldn't find it, but I'm sure it's in one of the shooting locations. I just couldn't. Uh, I also didn't look that hard. <laughs> so, you know, I uh, sometimes I'll get really, really obsessed with trying to find. Remember, we were looking for that tower that one time, like during an episode. And I was like, I'll find the tower during the episode. I was like, <laughs> was it uh, was right. it the tower from Stay Tuned? No, it was uh, the one of the Jackie Chan movies. Oh yes, it was in uh, like it was in the Police Story. Was it Police Story? I can't remember. Uh, no, no, we didn't do Police Story. We did uh, Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. That's it. Um, and I found it during the episode. It was great. It was a, one of my proudest moments on the pod. <laughs> Maybe it'll happen tonight, Stephen. No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not doing it. Okay. <laughs> um, so we're. They're all playing. And Leon games. in the chat doesn't have enough yes. computer to do the ser- the 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 man in the chair thing and search it search it up for us. Oh. It's okay. You're forgiven um, this, time. this time. This time. So how about in this scene, Swink just being afraid to play the video game they're playing, which I thought was well, weird. That would be me. <laughs> if I was in a room full of people and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, I would love to play this game, and then it's voice activated with a seance, I'd be like, mm, maybe don't invite that into my home yeah that's what i mean about the the evil dead factor i'm like this seems if... like you know professor nobi from the evil dead series would be like yeah. whatever you do do not don't read the, the book yeah <laughs> and you're like oh yeah but uh, they do <laughs> it would have been an interesting twist if like one person was like i didn't say it with you guys and they're just like they were just miming it yeah, like lip syncing it or, so they or don't get haunted if you yeah. go back and watch it later you see that they didn't say anything during that part well they're, again they they're all it. playing great. on their own individual game okay. so if yeah. they didn't say it then their game wouldn't have loaded it's that's true. how you enter the game it's the only uh, way to get to the main menu and make your character but also what's her name uh fatal frame she, yes, she she's like maybe you have to read that passage and everyone's like oh. that shit doesn't exist you stupid <laughs> fuck and she's like um okay yeah, we, we i love that, that you were gone for two seconds and we have discussed this i'm so <laughs> okay. sorry Steve. it's so rude but then she's <laughs> right she then, is right and then she has this like like shitty grin on her face and i'm like is she evil did she design this game because like and then later on when That's you get fair. those those weird sort of like um, those red herrings and stuff. She's 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 always the one to question it. She's like, but like, what if it you seems do like that? she knows more? What if you look in the closet? Yeah, what exactly, if you yeah. drop a rose? What if it's you like, that's why I thought yeah. the twist later was going to be not that she's just homeless. No, she's just... <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm that's supporting it. your theory right now. Thank you. So I'm I'm sitting here thinking like, you know, it reminds me when you're playing a co-op game with somebody who's already played it, and they're like, oh, maybe you should go look over there, and like and trying to like, help you out a little bit. Like, I already know you played this. Stop trying to, stop trying to trick me. Yeah, I'm also. I'll guilty find of it this. myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to dwell too much on this because we, it's like we are just going through the whole plot. But it is funny oh, that God, I'm so sorry. It's, so it's not. It's not. It's perfectly fine. I, you know what? I'm, I don't think we're going through the whole plot. I just the scene is so thick with weird with shit weird to shit. talk about. Like the moment where they they start playing the game. And then there's like a weird time jump of about an hour, just and they're all just and they're like, like yeah. super in it, and all the it. like girls are like diving over the raised graves that yeah. are in New Orleans. Finn and has like, taken his shirt <laughs> off. 
Yeah, he's sweating. He's sweating. He's on his knees. He's way closer to the screen than anybody else. And he like, got the the mission. Like he knew the character. He was like, "This is me, sweating." But he also, I'm like, they've been playing for an hour and no one died yet. Interesting. They all were good. Very good at video games. Yeah. The only thing that makes me question that is, how did Abigail not die? Exactly. She's never, she's played, never played a fucking video game yet. She has a controller in her hand. This must uh, be maybe Stay Alive Two was about Abigail's story. Oh, and how she's a secret game developer, and that's why all the games get released at the end. She's actually like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a it's an unsolved mystery. They could combine um, the sequel to Megan and the sequel to this, and just have it like the computer, the new Megan device has the Stay Alive protocol ghost inside of why it. Why not? Yeah, crossover. I love it. Uh, one thing I do have to say about the acting in this sequence, I understand that watching people play video games is not very exciting, so they had to have them do all kind of weird stuff to yeah. make it yeah. more cinematic. But, but I'll they, tell you all of them, all of them continuously keep looking at their controllers like they've never <laughs> used a controller before. And I'm like, I don't know why. Why would you ever take your eyes away from the screen? <laughs> Steven, I will say I have had to do like random um, like commercial calls or whatever where I'm like gaming. And I have to fight myself while I'm doing a self-tape to be like, don't look, you know what this is. You're just playing a game. Right. And I'm like, but like what is can, it? I don't like know. I need like... to tell you that I am playing a game. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a weird actor thing. I don't know. I, I do. I, it's hard to fight. I use my uh, Nintendo Switch Pro controller so infrequently that I, the buttons are switched and I some have to look, sometimes have to look down at it. Um, so maybe yeah, I'm not I a guess very that, good gamer. that. No, that... it's okay. I get confused all the time. I got but three, I mean, even like I don't have a PlayStation, like, uh... <laughs> but I do know where all the PlayStation images are because they're not really they're images, right? Yeah. Not... But it's this Xbox and PlayStation's layout and menus controls are typically the same because it's different. It's more like Nintendo in Japan, but in North America, they've switched the X and the circle. So it's the yeah. same as Xbox. Anyway, that's a little deep dive into good, fucking good controllers. Good thing Stay Alive wasn't on <laughs> Nintendo Switch. <laughs> also, I've got my... It's a little bit scratched, but I've got my Game Boy mug. Oh, God, you can't see it. That's awesome. Oh, nice. I also have a Game Boy mug, but I'm not using it right now. I thought it was like an abstract Spider-Man face until you no. turned it a little bit. And there's mo I can see the multiple Game Boys now. She's there. She's Mine is like a the classic gray, but the screen... Game like, Boy is a girl? <laughs> <laughs> when it turns when it turns hot, it shows Mario jumping over a block on oh, it. Oh, that's fun. That's <clears throat> I like that. Yeah. So the yeah. boss gets killed and now he's haunted. Yeah, okay. Also, we have these crazy cops coming into the situation who are bad at their jobs, but maybe yeah. good at their jobs because Hutch was there talking to Loomis hours before he died, gaming talking to Miller hours before he died gaming. And they're like, this guy is suspicious. It's because of murderer. Also came from a broken home. Maybe he's like cracked. I don't know. I mean, technically uh, his home wasn't broken. Ghosts. It was burned, it was to, the burned to the ground. <laughs> broken home as in his parents died is what I meant. <laughs> well, his, the, <laughs> in a fire. I'll spoil it right now. Here's how it actually happened. The dad was a shitty dad and the mom, he, he comes in and he yeah. ding, 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 ding. And then... It's a really messed up. I mean, clearly there was something else going on with the dad because, like, it turns out the mom wasn't 
being promiscuous. <laughs> he was just like insane. He was insane, yeah. Which yeah. is like in a horror movie where there's already paranormal stuff, that could also be some paranormal stuff going on, but they're, they're just like, nah, that's there's no ghosts involved with that. It's just oh, this bathroom. I just, just need him what... to be afraid at the end of the movie, and we need some way to do that. Here yeah. So at the very end of the scene where they're playing video games, I know we're, you know, we're I'm kind of jumping back a little bit, but they say, but I just found the the combination of code, they're the code combination to make all the the compu or the uh, concubine zombies have no clothes on. And so they do it and he's like boobs. But my first thought was <clears throat> pretty sure I've been watching these guys play this game for a while and all those zombie compu concubine Try again. Concubines nice. are children. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, they're all babies. Kind of weird. They're all little serving girls. And also, if it was just the Countess Bathory, that probably just enraged her further. Right. If yeah. the clothes of the Countess just came off. Oh, oh right. she'd be mad. She'd be pissed. Yeah. Maybe like, don't look key. at me. Maybe low But key. then you do she does take her clothes off later at the end. That's and true. they just like That's different. But like she that's like her being like I'm oh, gonna look bathe at me. in I'm your so blood. young and beautiful. And yeah. you know what would have been great though? Instead of her just disrobing normally, she like put a hand out and a game controller appeared and she put the code in and her clothes <laughs> just disappeared. <laughs> Stay alive too. Listen, alive we gotta too. talk to these people yeah. I think when Steve, they get happy. I think Steve Waters needs to write <laughs> Stay Alive Too with the uh, co writers Jason Voorhees and uh, <laughs> Stephen Cassandra Michael. Romero. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> Stephen Michael me. Myers. <laughs> I don't know why his middle name's Michael, but it's his nickname. Um, so during this whole like first crime scene moment, we get introduced to Wendell Pierce, who's Detective Thibodeau, which I they never say in the movie. I, don't I think, think it's Thibodeau or Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Thibodeau? He's a big guy in New Orleans. He's like big actor, but also like basically mayor of New Orleans. Like yeah, they he, love him. He's uh the other Simon uh Simon Gregg, the guy that made the wire, made um the yeah, Louisiana yeah, yeah. show uh Treme, which he's all over. He's one of the main characters of Treme, and he's great in that. I think he's better in Treme than he is in the wire, honestly. Because Treme has a totally different vibe. It's more about like just people existing after Hurricane Katrina. Also known as Hurricane Tortilla, and Tortilla. Uh, Tortilla. Sorry. But the, that's okay. The best part about this, though, is when Hutch is sitting down. First of all, I don't know why this guy's at a live crime scene and allowed to get so close to the body, but he looks over. They, they were low on cops that day. They were like, "Ah, oh, it's fine. Yeah. I don't. I'm we, not going to fight him." We hear there's a hurricane coming. <laughs> he fully notices that he was killed in the same way that he was killed in the game. But then they take like 20 minutes for them to finally be like him to say anything about it, I feel like. Yeah. There's a bit of a time leap and they like, you know, they pull him away and he's like, I just talked to him like a couple hours ago. And they're like, a couple hours. <laughs> Where were you though? <laughs> all right. All right. Come over here. Here's some water. Now tell us what you know. Does this about scene this behind me look scene. familiar? Yeah. Murder. I mean, it does <laughs> technically look familiar, but. Not in the you sense that understand. you think. Listen, Copper. It's from a video game. Yeah, it's from they, a video game called Stay Alive. They all get mad They're at like, him. What? Yeah. Insane. Well, I mean, this is also one of those scenes where they have the scum cop that acts in a way that no cop would ever act. Like, no. Not. I mean, maybe a, a maybe like a like a patrol officer would. Like, you know, some some puffed chest up like dildo and a 
uh, patrol car would, but not a detective who is in the middle of an active crime scene. Right. Like they wouldn't immediately start prodding this guy and, and saying like, hey, it looks like maybe you killed him. Like in yeah, front of it a looks bunch like of, maybe you were at the scene of the crime. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, you only okay, live 10 minutes away. Huh? Talk about that. That's almost all. within stabbing distance. <laughs> You throw it right. You know, right before that scene too, before they they actually get the the cop being like, yeah, right, this kid thinks this is happening because that doesn't actually happen until after Finn dies. And um, what happens is they go back and Finn's opened the game back up and he goes and looks at the boss dead. And then he starts just acting like a dickhead about it to everybody. And then they all like, grumble and leave and then i thought it was funny that he only apologized to his sister after everybody leaves the room and then that's when i wrote down he's definitely dying next and guess what he died he next. definitely dies next because they really pushed that like the loudmouth guy in horror movies always gets fucking brutally murdered because he's a loudmouth and people want to see him die we also get like the the typical baloney uh like they they're putting it together sequence that we have in every horror movie where they're like, wait a minute, are you guys thinking what I'm thinking? I also really like the fact that Hutch brings up like this whole theory, and then October starts talking about the theory, and he's like, "Shut up, you're dumb. That's insane. What are you talking about?" I'm like, "You literally were just saying the exact same thing." But yeah. okay, that's that's fine. insane. But then they all stay, say it's insane, except for Frankie Muniz. Except when they start to believe what he's saying, and then he's like, "Wait, you guys can't trust me. I'm stupid. I'm just a crazy person." It's like so they all kind of are like everybody calls each other dumb. But the only person who doesn't get called dumb is him, and then he calls himself dumb. Another, which really, I thought was kind of funny. Another really silly. It's very thing. like little brother vibe, where he's like, "I have knowledge." No, maybe yeah. I don't. Yeah. Uh, don't lose me. I'm crazy. It's also wild that he's probably actually the same age as all of them, but he looks like he's twelve with a little <laughs> Frankie hair on his Cody chin. Cody Banks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's Asian. It's Asian Cody Banks. It's a really silly scene too when they're out on the balcony and we finally get him. He uh, Hutch describes. He explains the fire thing, and yeah. then um, October says to Abigail this line. Uh, I don't know anything about you except for you can't control your bladder and your dog shit at video games, which yeah. is a reference to can't her game for shit. Just going yeah. to the bathroom earlier in the movie. Just yeah. going, had to pee because and we got the stupidest mute key mute cute meet cute moment of hutch having to hand her toilet paper and then leering for a minute and were we supposed to think oh that's i hope they find true love i was like what? we are in 2006 what is happening? i just want to remind you very quickly we are in 2006 it yeah. is not okay Everybody, okay well, yeah back. Everybody. Back then in 2006, it was okay to like hand somebody toilet paper th through an open crack in a door and then just watch and then them wipe. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, are you going to close the door? And she's kind of like, yeah. hee, 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 hee. close it. A like, dude oh, wrote I this. thought, you know, now that I already saw it, that I could just, you know, might as well just look. wait here and watch. <laughs> okay, weird. Yeah. That's yeah, weird. Disgusting. <laughs> disgusted but i mean disgusting. i was also equally as disgusted by the part when loomis walks in on his friends having sex and then just kind of watches and is like i think the writers in my parents bed how dare you <laughs> yeah but keep going yeah <laughs> don't let me interrupt i think the writers in this of this movie have a specific fetish that they're getting to put in much like tarantino and his foot thing you know and also saying the n-word and uh, that uh, it doesn't play well with me because uh, watching people go to the bathroom against their will is not good. Your thoughts? Anyway, we don't have to. Well, I have that. thoughts. <laughs> I, 
It's not that thought, but I do have thoughts because I think it's very interesting later on in this movie when the cop is interviewing the guy who works at the EB Games or the GameStop and he's talking about like, oh, there's this underground game that sounds really cool. And he's like, well, a game is just an extension of the person who created it, of their mind. Like you wouldn't play a game made by Charlie Manson, would you? And I'm like, is this also maybe the people who made this movie? Are you calling yourselves out right now? Being yeah. a little bit. Well, that's what movies are too. I don't right? know. Yeah. I don't know them. Maybe they're lovely. Also, and they I just know one, bad people. If I knew that's 100% okay. the game wouldn't kill me in real life, I would absolutely at least watch a playthrough of a game developed oh, by Charles sure. Manson. I would. Are you kidding? <laughs> that sounds incredible. It's called Helter Skelter. Boom. Aw. Um, yeah, I would watch it. Yeah. I would not play it. I'd be terrified. <laughs> Then we get that. Then we get just that weird sequence of them all getting haunted individually. You know, that was weird. Swing. It so was like Frankie Muniz typing, and he's like got blood well, all over his face. Blood comes out of the keyboard. Yeah. And so I think the purpose of this was is that they're to, still in the game. Was that the game is still happening even though they're not there? But oh <laughs> yeah, because Jimmy's play, uh, Finn's playing it, and they think he's but, not. Y- yeah, but I also. But this is think... afterwards, and he's like, what, like fixing his car up, and almost gets like hit by a car, and he's like, "Whoa, that's weird." Yeah. After think... a big bong hit, shouldn't be driving. Well, I don't think he was trying to drive. I think he was just trying to clean his car. It didn't really make sense as to what I I, I thought. Maybe he was going to turn his car on and it was going to run him over because like he was about to get run over by horses or whatever, yeah. right? the carriage because i i don't think it necessarily needs to happen exactly how it happens in the game you know but he does get actually run over by a, a horse-drawn carriage later on you're like okay but maybe he would just get hit by like that truck or his own car would run over him but i also think yeah. the, the purpose of this scene is also to show that <clears throat> she's able to haunt everybody at the same time and not individually like she's not an entity that has to be in one place at one time but she can essentially haunt multiple people at once as long as they i think it's like just ghost rules yeah it's less about the game and more about the like because she kind of by the end of the movie she's just kind of over the like if you die in the game you die in real life thing she's just actively killing people um it's more like if you die in real life you die in the game at one point too like the other way like somebody gets we think that uh swink is dead i want to call him so many different sweeney todd swink (laughs) the the tale of sweeney todd (laughs) I, I, I did think it was interesting that like they Swinky Todd. They, Twinkie Todd. They all get together on like a Saturday Twinkie morning Todd. or a Sunday morning for some reason to like figure we gotta figure this out. Why are these murders happening? And the Frankie Moon as his character Swink says this is why I'm missing my G4 Tech TV weekly roundup. And I can tell you right now, that was a real thing that existed. I had G4 In Tech 2006? TV. In 2006? In two thousand six? uh absolutely it was and uh i would have been pissed if i had to what miss the weekly roundup uh much like him so yeah you got adam sandler and morgan webb or whatever their names adam sessler and morgan was this oh it wasn't adam sandler no it wasn't adam sandler (laughs) see (laughs) he's already getting 2006 heated he wasn't like like, we're already back (laughs) you've sold me just kidding i'm just Uh, you sold me (laughs) I would watch Adam Sandler and Morgan Webb host the show together. Well, hey there, buddy. Well, this yeah. week on the show, oh. pal, we have the new movie game, movie game, pal. That's it. Yeah. 
yeah, that's pretty much what happens there. They get together, and during all this, the October's like, "Where's my brother?" They see on the screen that his character is so dead. He's ra- driving his fucking convertible, listening to eighties music. Close your eyes, I wanna ride the skies. No, I think about it every day of it's my not, life. You I, don't understand. See, like, <laughs> it doesn't. I mean. wish it was a different song. I don't know. I mean, I, this is not a bad song. I don't care song. about the song. It's about his performance. Yeah. I wish he was I'm going. Motor I was, dude. You have no idea. Christian He's about to die. Yeah. Been so much better. Would have been good. Yeah. So the Funky. road. road gets but I mean, dirt. budget, right? Budget. They had to pick some other journey song. None of those songs are journey. Um, the road gets nice. dark. Uh, they call him, and he explains that he's stuck. So they go. They start to go get him. I'm stuck on this really familiar looking road with gnarly trees like i haven't tripped this bad since what oh god i can't uh, remember the line it was something at bible camp yeah he's like since like i ate something at bible camp like i'm tripping really hard since i eat like miss marbles muffins (laughs) and she goes hi (laughs) (laughs) that's what i is this fatal frame i'm speaking to Uh, yes or miss fatal 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 frame frame. yeah he gets killed by a horse and carriage um yeah but he does learn the fact that in old lore, Elizabeth Bathory cannot look at herself in a mirror yes. because she cannot stand to see herself grow old. So he turns in the game mode, turns the mirror around, and it's like this silver, like sterling silver, yeah. and it can't and that, break. Polished silver, that, yeah. that does feel very much like almost sort of like an escape game logic leap or like, yeah. you know, something that you would have to do where you're, you're thinking outside of the box gaming wise. And like, yeah. I appreciate that. It's really cool. I got you. <laughs> Yes, it's so cool. So she can break a regular mirror, but the back of the mirror is polished silver, and it, like she can't, can't break it. Yeah, it's so good. And she is forced to see herself, foreshadowing. I don't like that he figured it out immediately. That he, and like, then died. It, well, and no, then... if you figure it out that early in a horror movie, you yeah. die that early, and then it gets passed on to your yeah. friends. But I mean, and then they use a not a product placement at all alienware laptop at the end as a as a reflective shield there's i also love how not reflective it is (laughs) yeah it's so bad very dull she's like i still hate it Ah! (laughs) i'm gonna go into classic horror movie stretchy face of the era and scream for a long time Honestly, it looked all right in this movie. It didn't because it wasn't digitally done. I think they built a real. I face think there was like a there. yeah. I think there was like a mask that they put on her. There's like Very this cool. this weird time lapse that they do after uh, Finn dies. I guess it's to show the like like the how heavy it is. But like I was just like, oh well. After Finn dies is when the whole like gamer like EB dude shows up. Well, yeah. The cop so goes there, this right? is when the cops they're like, Hutch, what the hell is going on? He's like, well, gross, like, this is going to sound crazy, but the video game is killing us in real life if we die in the game. And he's like, that's He's ridiculous. like, if you are here one more time at another crime yeah. scene, I am taking you I in. Taking like, I can't I do mean, this anymore. You got your point, TV strikes. Yeah, at this point in the movie, out. I'm like, they should probably take him to jail. Yeah. <laughs> like, immediately. I would. If he's screaming about a killing video game, I would be like, <laughs> yeah, you're coming with us, man. I think your time in, uh, you know, general population is done. You're gonna yeah, go we need to we need to run a background check and see if he rented some horses recently. And then uh, that this would be is my when, first question. This is when that fucking shitty cop, somehow shittier than the Wendell Pierce co- character, is just like, yeah, right, fucking video games kill people? I'll go over. And he, as they walk up to me, hear him saying the seance thing. And then, yeah. and then he come goes, to me, clouds. <laughs> yeah. What does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even freaking mean? Obvious? I don't so get stupid. it. 
And then he immediately dies in the game in the most horrific way possible by getting his He's not a exploded. gamer. Nope. Yeah. He dies immediately. He's like, so what is this? Like Super so Mario fast. or something? <laughs> he like woke up in a torture chamber. His character was screwed yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. Which then he goes to an EB to do some detective work. <laughs> like, yeah. have you ever heard of I love that guy. Flashes his badge. I don't know who that actor is. Maybe I should look it up. I believed him because I've worked with these people and I have been at least slightly in like 10 to 60% in my I life been that person. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say in love, love with them. <laughs> no, I loved his choices as an actor of being like, just like, like straight a straight up bit, weirdo. Yeah. It, it was like, really cool. I like Almost it. like he's been awake for two days drinking monster energy. Well, he has been clearly. Yeah, he comes yeah. up to him and he's like, you know, if you want to stay out, he says something like that. Like, I can give you something for that. He's like, you look tired. Yeah, he's he like, oh, like, like, I know you. You're the gamer. You're like, your wife is driving you crazy and you want to get away from the kids and you need an escape. What do yeah, you want? Yeah. Like, I, I got you. I got I'll read you. you. He's a drug like, dealer. He's so a, many he's drugs. A methamphetamine <laughs> addict. Well, this guy, I think his name is Fidget. He's the only character that fits. Fidget, that yeah. He doesn't have a picture, but he's been in. He was on Portlandia for an episode. I love Portlandia. He was. On he a, has a very particular face. Yeah. And I'm like, I've seen this man in things before for certain. He's only um, been in. Have you seen? He's, he's got that Mac tonight looking head. <laughs> he's moon faced. Yeah. Uh, he was in the TV show Grimm. Did you watch Grimm? Like the cartoon? No. Like the, the Grimm Adventures of Bill and Mandy? Because yes, I have. No, that one. <laughs> that one about the guy. It's like he fights horror people. I think. Like oh the no, that bro- does like really the Brothers Grimm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. He goes and f- he's the yeah. guy that fights uh, ho- uh, Brothers Grimm monsters. Yeah, I remember. Now I've got to fight Rapunzel. Die, you fucking monster! It was on hair. It was on NBC. I just needed a haircut. Yeah, he's like, "I'll give you more than that." Cuts her head off. That's a close shave. Oh wow! Okay, Sweeney. It has all people I've seen before, but have never known their names. So that's real. Oh, anyway, okay. so he was in Grimm, and he's also an interesting character that doesn't get enough screen time. I think. I think he should have been over. He was really good. The whole movie. He should have been part of their crew. He should have been the main character of the sequel that never got made. But this movie also is like making it seem like anyone who plays video games is a fucking tweaky ass weirdo. Yeah. Um, Which I'm fine with, I guess. (laughs) Wait a minute. What do you mean we're not? (laughs) Have you heard me this whole time? (laughs) Um, I did kind of want to talk about the music a little bit. Because I, I, think like the, the music. I think the music kind of rules in this movie. It's just so before good. we get to that, I just want to finish. I just want to finish the thought. He leaves the EB, goes to his van, and the for some reason the metal things that go into his mouth in the game that happens very Hellraiser, and his head explodes. So mm-hmm. sorry, this is a segment it's about so the music good. of the movie. The music is really good. It's got that like gamer vibe too, like a really like harsh, like it was done on a computer. Yes, With it sounds almost carpentry at times, but it has it does also have a lot of those like shitty early two thousands elements of of horror mu- music, but it has some some sort of uniqueness to it that I like, and it elevates it above that. Where I'm like, I, you know, it's got the things I don't like, but it's got this weird thing that I really really do like, and I also like that you know every time she's near, we get that sort of. You left your con- your controller on the table and it's vibrating. Maybe sound sounds like a fart. Maybe yeah. it's like you're in trouble. That sound. You, yeah. 
I, it's yeah, but that's yeah, so everybody much. hates the they sound. Did it. They were yeah. like, oh, like you would. Uh, it was again audio commentary, but the director and writer were like, you would leave your controller down for like two seconds, and you go to pee or like get a snack, mm-hmm. and you're playing something horrifying, and you just hear. So I was. Oh watching... God! I have to like jump over the couch and figure out what I'm doing. I don't yeah. know. Pause the game. Horrible. <laughs> I was no. what? Well, it's some games you can't pause, brother. True. Yeah. Um, I was, and I assuming this is one of them. Like this yeah. doesn't seem. No, like they a game very clearly. No, they pause do pause the it. Yeah, but just because it and says pause on the cheats. screen doesn't mean that it's actually paused. If you pause the game you, in real life. You pause the game inside the video game. Mm-hmm. Do you? Okay. I or guess does she start it without rules. you and then lock you out of a van? Yeah. I don't know. And then your head explodes. So, <laughs> I was watching the movie with headphones on. And so I was getting a lot of like annoyance in terms of the audio editing, but I did really like that that sound effect, that controller vibrating sound effect is also integrated into the music throughout the oh, movie. Oh, for sure. And it's pretty cool. And... The guy, I, I wish I looked it up, but the guy who composed this also went on to do a lot of other horror composing music and like good stuff. So that makes sense. He knew it was up. I think that he he yeah he like uh, uh, Jimmy the scumbag or whatever his name is what was his name Jimmy Finn Finn yeah Finn. do the not talk is... about my Westworld baby <laughs> my Phineas listen like... he's a great actor and everything that he's him. in he always kills it he's the um, worst person <laughs> he just plays really shitty characters a lot but of he's time. also so charming as an actor that it's like you are the worst but I can like at least get through it. Yeah, because you're so charming. The music but like is him, done by um, a guy closer. named John Frizzell, and he's most known for Beavis and Butthead do the universe. <laughs> That's so funny. No, he did other horror movie stuff though, didn't no, he? No, he did one. He did Texas Chainsaw. I don't think uh-huh. that sounds not the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That might just like the be newer like one. A, that might just be an asylum version. What is this? Might be a TV show. There's there's oh, so much Texas Chainsaw yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's Texas Chainsaw 3D. Okay. Which was a anyway. I think that he he was in the pocket for what he was doing here because he he did a really good job of making it He's feel a, a like shit. the music of the era while also giving it its own identity. And I looked up the music after I watched it. Couldn't find any of the bits I liked, so I think maybe it might be lost to time. But. Uh, oh, it's not bad. It's actually probably one of the strongest points of this movie, in my opinion, is he the music. He composed the music for a couple things that I recognize, like the original Beavis and Butthead to America, Dante's Peak, uh, Alien Resurrection. I still Dante's know. Peak, Resurrection, that's what the I was video game or the movie? The movie. Oh, wait. I'm thinking of Dante's Inferno, yeah, based on the it, play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I still know what you did or last summer, Office Space. Um, and then I th- uh, Josie and the Pussycats and the James Dean movie, which we did on this very program. Wow. That's why the music was so familiar. James Remember Dean. in James Dean when it was like. <laughs> he did 13 Ghosts, Ghost Ship. Oh, both of those movies are Lost Pages episodes that may appear on this episode or this uh, podcast. He composed episode? two episodes of Star Trek Enterprise. This episode very much feels like a Lost Pages it really episode, does. by the yeah. way. I I almost was going to convince Jason to play the grimoire intro that I made at the beginning of this Aww. specifically for it. I should have. I'll play it at the outro if you'd like. Sure. I don't have... Do I have the thing? I don't have the thing set up. I don't think you've even sent me that video. 
it's on the it's it's on it's on the, the drive but yeah. yeah don't we don't need to worry about no it. we'll we'll get to the we'll get to the three grimoires next year i well, mean listen, yes guys, next year I, I, <laughs> I will say um we are still in the beginning ish of this movie we got it we got a motor through no we don't i mean yeah. yes we do but no a little not. bit we're, no, we don't. I, no, sorry. I moved us all the way to the fact that the guy's head explodes. Basically, yeah. that's where everything starts to, to go crazy. So we have how many deaths of the people that we know? We got Loomis. We got Miller. We got Finn. Those are all dead. Now things are really hitting the fan. October, Finn is her brother. She's like, we got the cop, got his head ripped open. I can't open. let anybody else hurt anymore. This is insane. Like, <laughs> She's like, Hutch, why did you bring this game into our life? How dare you? And he's oh, like, God. I didn't Oh, you're right. It is know. after 10. I, now I'm realizing. Yeah. How was I supposed to know that? How was I supposed to know? So they he go to the they go to the, the place where Lucas died. Uh, Abigail. Lucas? Sorry, Loomis. Lu- no, Lupus. 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 I swear Lupin. to God. I swear to God. They said the name Lucas at one point in the movie. And I don't know if it was a, a mistake or they that's his real name and his friends call him Loomis as his no, I think that you might have been hallucinating and Elizabeth Bathory has already got you. I'm okay. so sorry. Yeah. Oh my god, Jason, there's something behind you. <laughs> uh they go to this house where Loomis died. Still a crime scene, there's blood everywhere yeah. and <laughs> also breaks in easily. You're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I, I also don't think we, did, we really don't need to talk about this scene. It doesn't it's, it has nothing to do with anything. Act, act 2 of this, it's literally like act 1. Mm. Beautiful. And then act two, really medium up until that, like. Well, this is what I meant when it turns into jello for me, where I'm like, nothing yeah. really matters anymore. And it's just like, the I could just thing, like sift We're getting information. This. Right. The only thing I, I wanted to bring up about this is she is once again taking pictures at the most inopportune Inappropriate time. times. Yeah. And I thought here was That's her character we motive. see a ghost in a picture, but we don't. Um, okay. So we can kind of skip that. They. I think the, the, the next most important thing in the plot at least is when they go to meet the game designer no not october it's october 1st no she doesn't die yet she dies after that oh you're right because they're going to get their information that's why i wanted to bring this scene up because they find a phone immediately somehow that has the uh that was their address yeah because they all split up to go do things because earlier october's like I want you. She's mad. She's like, why did you bring this game into our life? And he's like, I didn't fucking didn't. What are you talking about? He's like, I want you to find who killed my brother. And he's like, he's like, okay. Okay. I guess that's my job now. He looks at the Mm -hmm. camera like, I'm not an intern at a law office firm anymore. And now I have to. I think the office must have been closed down after the boss was brutally murdered. Yeah. In the office, they're like, we got to close it for a second. Also, he was like a low-level boss, right? There's probably like 20 yeah. other bosses above But that's him. still a murder in the office. Ooh, like murder in the office. That should be the subtitle murder of in the office. <laughs> Stay like Alive 2, Murder the, in the Office. That was actually the German title for this movie. <laughs> murder in the Office. Murder in the Office. So yeah, they, they so they find the address. They go to the, the guy, the developer. The developer's a real creepy weirdo. Uh, we'll find out later that he has a room where he a secret room where he was like developing this game but mostly just had pictures of eyes on the wall but also the same closet that was in the like act one of this entire game where they're like oh what's a closet oh i open the closet it's narnia and also secrets of elizabeth bathory (laughs) also can i just say just to be the the resident 
homosexual here. Okay. Oh, well, la dee da, a queer coded, weird, creepy gay villain man. Okay, got it. Got Thank it. you, movie of yeah. the 2000s. Of the 2006? Did he have to be a guy who was like, yes, well, I almost developed the perfect game ever made but steven i need to ask you a question from me yeah if we were in 2006 yeah. right now and i was a director and a writer and i said listen i have a part for you would you say no i would say yeah <laughs> let me call my agent let me call my agent, agent. agent. Smoking like a bitch stick on like yeah. <laughs> the longest fucking it doesn't stain your teeth fine. that way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I should get that. Just the I should get that. <laughs> I think it doesn't stain your fingers. I think it still stains your teeth and mouth. And your lungs and like <laughs> yeah, the and rest your of it. Yeah, yeah your body wreaks anyway, havoc on your colon. He wanted to make oh. the greatest Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, my poor colon. Sorry, Jason. Okay. I was distracted I, by a colon. No, it's my no you're you're distracted by a queer coded villain, is what you're distracted <laughs> also by. Also, that I did romance a star in in Baldur's Gate, I, so that makes sense. Oh, he's the most <laughs> queer coded character of all time. He's just my Tim Curry, and I'll, I'll take that. Also, anyway. I don't think he's queer coded. I think he's just gay. I think he's yeah. straight up likes yeah. to. Well, my tab was straight, so most that's, people suck we'll the talk. blood out of the neck, whereas a Surion. <laughs> um, so I prefer a nice <laughs> stiff sausage. Our or late night tryst. <laughs> right out of the butt. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me of, sorry, this is a sidetrack, but Home Alone 2, where Tim Curry is like, I got you your pizza. <laughs> your pizza. <laughs> it's a Insane, cheese pizza. Insane, but I'm like, pizza. Pizza. Yeah. It's a cheese butt. Pizza. Pizza. Sorry. Uh, oh, what were you talking about? We're talking about the queer-coded villain who... Oh yes. Gets fridged anyway. Yeah. They walk in yeah. and he's like he's like, What are you doing in my house? In my swamp. Get on your he's knees struck. and tell me you love me. <laughs> I love you. Uh, no, so, yeah, he's yeah, he wanted to make the world's greatest Elizabeth Bathory game, and Hutch is like, Yeah, well that game has killed five of my friends. Yeah. Like, he's how do like, you know about worked? the cop dying? <laughs> That's and true. Why, yeah. He was not your Wait, friend. Wait, is that count? And also, they were. Oh fun. yeah, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so six people have died. Oh no, because he must have known Rex and Sarah, right? Rex, yeah, Sarah. He was friends. Lucas, he had multiple friends groups. Loomis, yeah. Rex, Sarah, Miller, Finn. So that's five. Yeah. Okay, that's right. For some Check reason, that. after I heard him say that, I was like, "How do you know the cop?" But yeah, I kept yeah. forgetting about Rex and. And Sarah. you're like, and also, were they friends before that? <laughs> they. He, he must have seen them around. Yeah. He. Yeah, New Orleans is a small town. <laughs> uh, so he's like, you know what? If you want answers, go find the author of the book I based the game off of. And it's like, no, not more things. So imagine, go... imagine this character though, because he's already queer coded, right? So imagine they queer coded him, but they also gave him like a crazy Louisiana accent, where he's like. How the hell did you get into my house? Well, they kind of did that. He's got his shears. like. They kind of did that with the next character. Because that woman, the author of the book, she doesn't. That's not her real accent, right? No. It must not be. It was so bad. Wait, you guys don't know her? Come on. I Personally? I no. recognize her, but what's she from? I was going to ask you this. She plays the Borg Queen in Star Trek. She's also in okay. your favorite movie, Silent Hill, Cassandra Hodges. Oh my god, oh my god! 
Stop. Okay, it's like seeing Gary Oldman in many things that I didn't realize it was she Gary is a, Oldman. She is I'm a like, Gary oh Oldman. God. Yeah, she's very much a Gary Oldman. But I uh, didn't know. Yeah, in Silent Hill, she's like the the one who's like, we've got to burn the witches. So or good. Whatever. Also, yeah. we should talk about Silent Hill. We I don't probably... mean to every single time I come on this podcast, I'm like, here's another movie. All right, fine. We'll put it on the list. Silent it'll Hill. Be a, it'll her be name, a Lost Pages episode. Her, uh, her name's Alec. Alice Krieg, and she's just billed in this movie as the author, which I th- I, think I also is- think but that- also again only in the director's cut, not in the theatrical release. Oh, okay. oh that scene wasn't in the theatrical no. release. Okay, no. so oh man, well we get her, and she's a good actor, and I'm glad that she was in it because I got excited because I was like, is that the board queen? Oh my god, she's she's channeling the energy of the movie Silent Hill she was also in, which came out like a year before this, I think, or maybe I think the same that, year. Oh my god, was she it two thousand five of Silent Hill? She was also in the MCU. Uh, two thousand six. It came out the same year. Okay. okay. Well, I thought that her her agent was working. She's like, okay, so you're kind of getting to that point where all you can play is like creepy old women in horror movies. Are you okay with this? Honestly, that's a good typecast. I would take that in a heartbeat. She does have an interesting looking face and she's doing a weird accent in this where she's also putting on like a speech impediment a little bit. Yeah. I thought she was just doing a like she could not do a Louisiana accent. How oh, I so she just that. was like making it so she couldn't say R's and L's. Yeah, she's just having a problem with that accent. And they she's had, like, she had one day. What happened down here? No. Yeah. Well, again, twenty-five and... days to make the entire thing. She had an maybe one day to on get set. This. Yeah. We take. She was a... also reading off a screen. They were like, "Can uh, you do a Louisiana?" And there, she was like, "No." And like, we like, have no, to. No, I've never tried it. This uh, movie's about people from Louisiana, yeah. and not a single person has a Louisiana accent. The mystic, at least. Has to have. She kind of had one. She was like, "Weighty boy food will bring them down to the bathtub, and <laughs> yeah, they will put them in the bathtub." Louisiana the for sure. And then she'd be like, "Whittlery, cut their life off." <laughs> that Wesley bathe in their blood. So we get the whole story about uh, the Bathory woman killing. So good. She kills a young woman, a concubine, uh, in her estate, I guess, and then. Her, like drinks her gets her blood on her and realizes her blood is actually good well it's like a whole like hair thing there's like a bunch of stories about elizabeth bathory of like how it kind of started but it but she essentially the og find, yeah. is it stems from her getting like her hair combed by a servant and she like tugs her hair a little bit too hard she turns around slaps the girl in the face and gets blood on her hand yeah. and is like wow i'm immediately beautiful and i will <laughs> And then she kills and bathes in the blood of 39 virgins, which, uh, dial of my sex tape. Nope. Oh. They, the, uh, in, if you look at like the old trials, they like, I think it was like 300 ish, uh, bodies of these girls, but yeah, it's, sh- it's still like a bit conspiracy esque. They're like, was it a witch hunt because she was a powerful woman with money or was she a serial killer? It's like borderline legendary, but it, it's also sort of like we have evidence enough that she did definitely kill a bunch of people. We just don't yeah. know if it was three. What was the number? Plus. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. But also at that time, like if you're that powerful and you really want to bathe in blood, you can probably you could you could probably have accomplished that goal quite easily. Well, it was always that's how she got away with it for so long. Yeah. According to lore, it's like, I don't know, 1500s, 1600s when this happened but like 
if you have a bunch of servant people around you and you have a lot of money and you have a state and nobody's going to question if their child went missing, how long yeah. can you get away with it? A long time. Until a you die. A long time. Yeah. Until you're cast away in a tower and <laughs> starved to death. So that's tough. It, I'm finding but. something interesting about talking about this movie is the whole time where we can skip over these large sections but there's so many there's so many parts that like you have to hone in on and actually talk about stuff. It's iconic in its own way. Like it is very much to the time and also cool lore. This yeah. didn't come from nowhere. No, like Disney wouldn't have gotten this pitch on an iMovie and been like, okay, we'll just yeah. run that. Like there are really cool moments. It's just you got a lot yeah. of all time. The That's original okay. pitch, though, they wanted to make her like a princess, and it was gonna she's gonna sing songs and stuff, and it was gonna be all <laughs> beautiful, and she'd have been like stabbing and bathing in blood, and it would have been <laughs> there's like birds, very artistic, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, scrubbing with blood. Like <laughs> I want that movie. That sounds incredible. An Elizabeth Bathory cast me immediately. Like yeah, that'd be perfect. Like a Disney, uh, like a I'll Disney parody kind of thing, or like one of those villain movies, like uh, like uh, you know. Sleeping Beauty villain, Mephistopheles. Maleficent. Me- Maleficent. Melistopheles. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Literally. Literally. <laughs> so anyway, they uh, we learn all about it. They October is now playing the game, even though they told her specifically not to. They find her computer open, and the game seems to be kind of playing the, itself now yeah. a bit, and. October goes out for a smoke, and as they realize that the game, she just left her game open. She gets she gets like chased into a abandoned sort of building, and under construction under house. Under construction, uh, yeah. Um, and then she gets chased around a little bit, and then as she's trying to escape, she finds these shackles on the ground. <laughs> like, why? Why are there not. shackles here? Anyway, well, I think this is this in is, construction house. That's how that works. This is where we're realizing that the game and the real world are crossing over from one another. Combining, like, yeah. Which is when I start to get more. It's the Jello starts to solidify again for me a little bit here. I'm like, oh, okay, this is getting interesting. So where anyway, they're like, wait a minute, are we playing the game, or is the game playing us? Yeah. That's pretty good. The uh, the shackles do end up catching her, and she gets uh, hung upside down. And then we see Bathory for the first time in her like super demon state. She's got the demon face, um, and she slits her throat. And... Okay, question: How did this scene look for you guys watching it streaming on like really bad quality? We because to me, we watched Phantom a, a rip. Ghost Beautiful. It, like she looked really cool. Elizabeth Bathory looked really cool okay. in that, like kind of like coming in and being a little bit transparent. I think it looked okay. Moment. I mean, like we were, we weren't watching the best quality of the movie, but like I th- I thought that stuff all looked all right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just wasn't sure like what what your vibe was. I didn't think it, it looked on. that great. I thought it looked kind of two thousand six. I'll be sorry. I'll be completely <laughs> honest. I think that because they were going for like a weird stylized version of everything i thought everything kind of looked cool like i was that's i never I was like, like this looks bad i was always like this looks kind of cool the like yeah. zombie concubines i thought looked cool because they do that that twitter or the the oh, stutter the thing the twitchy stutter thing i like that i like that effect i just thought she uh bathory looked better later in the movie when she was more played by a woman 
Like, oh I yeah, for sure. Design. Like when she was in like human body. Yeah. Self. I yeah. didn't like the way that this looked because it's, I don't know. I've seen clear pictures of it online too. And it just, I don't know. It didn't resonate for me, but I'm glad that you yeah. guys, I'm glad that you guys appreciate it. Um, that is a okay. She, uh, yeah. Bathory kills her via slice neck. Only swing. So sad. <laughs> she tells her to go fuck herself. And then is like, and they all the find her death. like right at that moment. And she's like alive for a second. She's like, avenge me. Basically. Yeah. Hutch is just having a moment of like, I have literally just watched all of my friends die. I'm already traumatized. Yep. I will say that was a pretty good acting moment for him. He yeah. didn't get a lot of like moments in the film as an actor to play off of because he's kind of just the uh, viewer's eyes through the story. Um, but that was really nice that we got to see him like over top of Sophia Bush just being like, please, please don't leave me. I can't do this again. And then in the car, like in the next scene, talking to Abigail, and he's like got blood on his hands, like punching the fucking desk in front of him or the. And yeah. then Abigail. And then we get oh, we get uh, Frankie Munez in the back with a new way of wearing his hat. Which of I, course. Every time I, he has his hat on a new way, I'm like, okay, cool. If this cool. movie had been more famous, and they would have a scary movie would have had his character in it, but every time you see him, he has more. Either the hat gets bigger, or like in that one scary movie. Or he has more hats on. He has more visors on. But this is right. the point in the movie where uh, Abigail's like, oh, yeah, remember all that stuff about, you know, me being from Louise, uh, from somewhere down south. Oh, and somewhere. And your sister and blah, blah, blah. She's like, that's all And my fake. dad's really rich and, like, I have this big life and whatever. And he goes, you live in this van, don't you, basically? <laughs> he's like, she's like, he's like yep. so this van is, uh, and she's like, like yeah. Maison Derriere. <laughs> also, I think... Um, I believe this is true. And somebody who's listening, if they, if they know that I'm wrong, correct me. That's totally fine. But I'm pretty sure um, Abigail with her blonde wig, she was filming something else at the time. And she had like really like dark, short hair. And so that was like fully a wig. And now whenever I watch this movie, I'm like, that is so obviously a wig to me that I can't yeah. unsee it. It's like the. I had a crush on this actor hair. around this time, but I don't even. I don't even know. Was, was she on like Scrubs or something? She was on. Oh god. She's in a bunch of stuff. I was looking at it earlier. I wanted I to know. say like the Real Housewives, but that's not it. Um, it was something like some reality thing that she was on for a second, and then other things in between. Is she from Survivor. But she kind of just. No, she's not no. the one from Survivor, is she? I'm gonna jujule it. Hold on. Yeah, do a little jujules fi. Uh, do a Marie little body Ar karate. <laughs> Samory Armstrong. Um, oh, the OC. She's from the fucking OC. That's what I was thinking of. The OC. Yes. Yes. Um, just my luck. Stay alive, OC. She's like what the Mentalist. Say? She was on the Mentalist. Good I didn't show. watch the Mentalist, but that's a show I would like to watch one day. When she was on the OC, I think she was like the foil for the for uh, Adam Brody and the the girl. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think they were a boyfriend girl. I know that's again one of the ones I wasn't allowed to watch, so I had to get snippets from watching it with my cousins. I'll tell you guys what my foil is talking about television from the early fucking 2000s. <laughs> Steven, we're in the early 2000s, Steven. Oh, yeah. Listen, right. this is these are my formative television years. I had torrenting at this point, so I watched everything I can except on. this movie, apparently. No, I didn't watch movies, remember? I didn't watch horror movies it's specifically. True. Um, anyway. That happens. You think it's going to be a twist, and it's not. Uh, Swink tries playing 
uh, the game again because they realized nobody's playing the game. I think. Well, they now know well, they're that going they to need... the creator's like house or whatever. They're like, oh, we gotta like get into. But they need the they mind need... of the controller. Yeah. Of they this... need to find her body. They yeah. need to get three nails, and they need to get a hammer, and they need to burn her blood. These yeah, are things that's we now some know. Witchy stuff. That's yeah. Ten out of ten. And we've already oh, got I don't all know this if information. We talked about this um, already on the podcast, but this is also true witchy stuff because I also do some witchy stuff. Um, the uh, the dead. Well, you can be cross... back on our, our theme for this year called "Witches Get Stitches." We have a whole month dedicated to witch movies. Okay. Invite me. I would love that. Um, we but just there, watched the craft like... four times, and that's the it. Nice. No, I have some. No. We'll we'll talk. I have some. Yeah, I got movies. a ton of witch movies that witches I got on the list. Work. The craft. No, the witch. How about Hocus the witch? Hocus <laughs> and Hocus Pocus. Barely even <laughs> touched us. Gretel uh, and Hansel. Okay. Anyway, we'll talk about it later. What I'm saying killers. is, is like uh, ghosts cannot uh, pass like the twig of a rose or whatever. Right. So they will drop roses in the game and then also in real life to be like, I am safe for a moment. Um, Suck on this moments. witch and you throw a rose at her and she's like, oh, disgusting. disgusting. But like, again, like that whole thing of like uh, reality and the game melding together, which is yeah. really, really cool. Um, yeah. I So I, I feel so like we're, we're kind of at the end. We are kind of. Oh, you were talking about the say, nails and the yeah, hammer. If yeah. you want to give which us... this ha- this happened before because uh, October gave this information before she died. She right. Like, so she's a witch. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. Have you seen her hair color? I know. And makeup. Also, I. I and her attitude. My, my hang- I don't know if you can see it. It's my hangman's tarot card. Um. Yeah, that goes pretty hard. Yeah, I love it. What's he hanging by? Good lord. Uh, it's actually, sorry, uh, a little bit of witchy knowledge. The tarot card for the hangman is actually, it looks kind of scary, but it's really good. And it's about the fool looking upside down and hanging from a tree, just like kind of on his ankles and being like, oh, I see the world in a new perspective. And I've never seen it that way before. So it's one of my favorite. Speaking tarots. of a new perspective, I just realized, I just put together why you love this movie. <laughs> Did you? Right now? Elizabeth Bathory. Well, not all the other stuff I said, sure, but I didn't recognize that this is fully like witch stuff. Oh, yeah. Witch lore stuff. Occult and like weird, like paranormal. Yeah, Yeah, I love it. Cool. Jason was like, I just assume you hate shitty horror. (laughs) Like, is that what you love? Oh, now I get it. You like witches. No, no, no. I, it just, (laughs) the more shitty horror. Uh, so okay. there, we are near the end, but I did want. There's like a a weird sort of machine gun of lopsided comedic bits at the end of this movie. I don't know oh, if you so guys bad. caught on to them all, but like mm-hmm. I was like, that's supposed to be a joke, but it's not delivered like a joke, and that's like that's also supposed to be a joke, and it's not delivered like a joke. Is that camp? Is I, that so? I don't know if drama? it counts as camp if it's not like it doesn't necessarily need to be delivered like a joke, but it needs to have some sort of element that lets us know that it's a joke outside of, out of like the dialogue or like the wording of it. It's like the three layers deep in the comedy of like serious, serious, but the audience knows. And I know his own hand could be considered camp. That is camp. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But I mean, so camp, I just watched, uh, (laughs) I just watched Jumanji the other day, which is very much a comedy movie, but it has the new one. No, 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 the the OG. OG. That's got some camp in it. And like there, there's a moment where they tell uh, Peter, I think his name is little Peter to go get an ax and it's in the shed. 
and he goes to the shed and he can't get it open. And then he grabs an axe and starts trying to bash open the looks, door yeah, of the shed. Looks. And then he looks down and then he looks in the camera. He's a monkey he, at that point because I remember that being a little bit sped up in a weird way, right? Well, I mean, if it is or if it isn't, the, the joke is that he's using the thing that he's supposed to get to try and get into the thing where he thinks it is. But he's like, he his brain didn't catch up to it. And it's, it's very funny, right? He looks at the camera too. Yeah. And like, so... There are moments in this end part where it seems like they could have done stuff like that rather than it just being like, bam, 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 bam. Here you go. This is the end of the movie. Um, there's a moment where <laughs> what it's Hutch, where I'm like, I don't think he knows that he was supposed to be making a joke here, where he picks up the phone and he's answering the phone and Frankie Muniz is calling him and he says, please don't tell me that you've already, you already been killed. Died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like... Like that He's should like, be no, funny, I got you. Yeah, but it's. I not... always laugh at that part. Okay, I think it's, it's hilarious. Like, like I don't know, there's something off about it. It's not funny. Like it should be funnier they're than it is. They're playing it too straight. Like yeah. you have there. It needs to be a little bit either like the angle, like they have to film it from a lower angle, or like make him like yeah. have a pause first, <laughs> or like something. There, there's a way to make that funny, yeah. right? Yeah. But it, it doesn't. I don't think they knew if like they were making a serious movie or if they were making. A campy movie. I don't think they knew that going in. They were just like, here's a thing. And if they had maybe like a bit more time, they would have been like, it has to be full camp. Or we go really hard into the horror. And there was just like blurred lines the entire way through that. But even like, you know, saying, please tell me you're not dead yet. And then him being like, what? Like, even if he just was like, of course I'm not dead. Like, there's a way that you can like, you can make that into a joke, but it didn't seem like it, it was going too fast. It was going a little bit too fast. Yeah. There's another part where they they get the nails and then he's like, all we need is a hammer. And then she picks up shears and he's like, that'll work. From the work. secret closet. Yeah, but but then I'm like, those that's not a hammer. <laughs> like my brain is like, that's not a hammer. No, and Steven, again, I'm like, I will say anything can be a hammer if you believe. Of course, anything is a hammer. But what I'm saying is that that is a proper that phone ap- hammer. Okay, but that's an anything. opportunity for another joke to be made. Do you know they what could have made that into a joke? They could have made that line. funny, and it wasn't funny. It was well, just like weird. When yeah. when October is being chased around that haunted uh, build site, she yeah. picks up a hammer. Yeah. Oh, she gets like yeah, like the nail like gun. Like an actual no, she picks up an actual hammer. Does she? Yeah. Oh, you're totally right. She does. I was like later when this scene happened, I was like, what the what fuck? What happened kind to of that hammer? Foreshadowing was that they were then? dealing with the dead body of their friend. I guess yeah. <laughs> they had they were surrounded by both nails and hammers in that scene, and they didn't uh, they didn't also, take any of them. Brb, I have to. I have to use a washroom. Okay. Okay. But enjoy uh, the ending, and please don't finish this without me. I'll be so upset. Well, we'll wait. We'll wait for you. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Um, this next one minute has been brought to you by the uh, foghorn sound over and over. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's just me here now, and uh, I'm doing no, I'm my here. best. <laughs> So I, I was I, like what I was saying before, where it, it kind of turns to gelatin after the death of the boss. Um, there's a few beats after that where it's still solid and it just it kind of falls apart for me. And it doesn't really start to reconstitute itself until the game starts to bleed over into reality, which I, I think is kind of interesting. And that's where the, 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 the concept of a horror villain being able to move outside of the video game 
is more interesting. And I don't know how many of the Hellraiser movies you've seen, but there is one called Hell World. I think it's no, I've still only seen like one point five of them. It's like eight or nine, I think. But the whole idea is that Lance Hendrickson makes a game called Hell World, and it's like an MMO based on the Hellraiser lore and within the world of Hellraiser. Is it, it from exists, like around this doesn't... time, or is it from like the nineties? It's from like 1998 i think oh wow it might be like 2001 i don't know it's it's in that sort of like weird time between the late 90s and early 2000s but uh the whole idea is that it's like he's having a launch party for the video game and all these influencers at the time are like famous gamers and like celebrities are going to this party and he just starts to like gas them and they start to hallucinate and think that Pinhead is there and doing shit. And so it's almost like a Saw movie, but then it's also a Hellraiser movie. And then partway through, you're like, oh, it is a Hellraiser movie and Pinhead's actually there or whatever. So it, it has kind of a, a similar vibe to this, except on a, a weird scale that doesn't make any sense. But it's got a lot of people in it that you would recognize. Henry Cavill is in it. Superman. Superman himself. himself but he's like young and even more handsome somehow, probably. <laughs> Actually, um, he's kind of in like a dopey stage. He's kind of like skinny and little. And oh, he hasn't gotten his like full chin yet. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> in not pecs. in. Uh, he's not Superman. The Witcher. Uh, Leon's back, fresh out of Chicago. We're in a holding pattern because we don't want to finish the movie without Cass. Well, you need to move out of Chicago mode and into New Orleans mode. New Orleans, Nuala, New Orleans. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. The end of this movie is kind of a sprint. I know we talked about this a few times where movies sometimes sprint to the end and it kind of feels like that. But I also want to say that having not seen this movie since 2006 in theaters only one time, as soon as a certain beat hit, I was like, I know exactly how this movie is going to end in every single possible way. And I was like, should I write it down? <laughs> Should I write it down? Should I pause the movie and write it down and then see if I'm right? But I didn't. I just wrote it in my mind. And uh, I was correct. So I was 100% correct. There's one thing, like, we'll we'll say what happens, but there's one part of it that I thought was just the goofiest shit that the director and the, the stage, like, the designer of the area should have taken into account. They should have kissed each other through the bars, but the way that the bars were situated and their heights... All they could do was kind of like, they kind of just touched fingers like this. In the theatrical release, they kiss. They do kiss. Oh, they're going to be like, yep. they do it they through the bars. They <laughs> kiss through the bars. So I don't know also why that was changed. To be completely honest on my side, watching both versions, I'm like, I don't believe in this romance. Like, this makes no sense to me other than like, you're desperate right. and things are happening well people are but i would actually i rather the moment of being like i'm just here with you i shipped october and hutch because they had actual chemistry but the movie was doing that thing that movies from the 90s and this era do where it's just like final girl and final guy obviously are going to be together so suspension Mm -hmm. of disbelief a little bit but that moment october was the best i love her october was great the worst lines but sophia bush just managed to make it work i don't know yeah she's kind of a jimmy simpson in this where she got she also kind of got the assignment well i mean i also felt like they were just like friends who maybe used to date and don't anymore and are are in like a friendship now like a weird awkward friendship i never really saw them as being together so that's why this new person appearing 
there was like a weird jealousy from October, I get but that. not a full like I hate this person for being here because she he's probably brought other women around. Yeah. And she's like, like a little know. bit poking fun. Like it's either yeah. little brother moment or ex moment. I yeah. don't like that those are similar. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I also I'm don't like, like that. There's like... like it depends on how you read the way that she read yeah. it. But also like the movie seems to propose that like they can't be together because they're gamers <laughs> like almost you know where i'm like i don't think that that's they're a little true. it's illegal yeah. gamer you can't rules. get married to someone who's a gamer if you're a gamer you're not allowed you can't Although push I that agenda on anybody people in my life who have literally met their person online gaming and then they're yeah. like oh now we're married and they live a lovely life so that's cool that's great um but what i was going to get at was uh just ex that... just explain the final scene and then we'll uh we'll do the, okay the fine yeah, yeah. I, the, what i was gonna say was our was attached to the other thing i was saying but i think i already got past that point anyway um it's like if you're a jedi and a senator says leon in the chat yeah i mean we've got to uh move into what is it aggressive negotiations how does the ghost die and come back and haunt all those games? That's what we'll get to in the end. That's the final question. I but... have an answer. That's cool. <laughs> okay. Um, we get to a point where the movie sets up how the last sort of 10 to 15 minutes is going to operate. And as soon as Fanky, Fanky, as soon as little Fanky, Swifty Fanky or whatever his name is, Swimpy Bimpy fell into the rose bush. And as soon as he fell through the roses, I was like, oh, I know how this movie's going to end. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I was right. So do we want to go through it? What, beat by beat it. or do we want to just. It's so, a quick beat. Yeah, I feel like we can run it quick. They put the nails in the thing. They get separated. She's like, go on with She those. takes the nails out of her own brain and like everything. She's just like, I don't care about nails. Kill me with fire. Yeah. And he does. And Hutch um, has got the gasoline. He's got the polished laptop. But yeah. His Alienware laptop. Um, we didn't really talk too much about how Frankie Muniz is controlling a character in the game who's also kind of shadowing what he's doing the entire he's time through the, the yeah, property. When they first go he's into walking the property. through the house. Yeah. I honestly yeah. really like that bit. It was really cool. It's a good part. Like yeah. having him be like, oh, like I'm on the phone with you. Turn left and go up the stairs. And Hutch is like, how do you know that? He's like, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Your friend is in danger. Our friend is in danger. Maybe your love interest is in danger. Everyone's Go help in them. danger. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Just listen to me for a second. I'm like, that would be me on mic. So, that makes so this was the question that I asked you guys earlier. Who would you want to have playing Frankie Muniz's role at this point so while maybe you're trying to get me. through? <laughs> maybe I'm Frankie Muniz. Maybe it because, is myself. Yeah. <laughs> we all chose each other. And by each other, we mean our own selves. Yeah. Um, it is cool and I like that part. And it, it video games are doing stuff like this now, which they hadn't really done at that at that time either. Yeah. To your point you were making earlier, Jason, where it's like you're both seeing the same thing, but it's different and one of you can influence the other one's world. Uh I really like the part where he throws down the crowbar and he's like, Do you see a crowbar in front of you now? And he's like, Oh shit, yeah, it's right here. It's like, <laughs> how did you what yeah. is happening? I can't get through this door. All right, I'm unlocking it from the other side, and then he gets through. 
and then when she's about to die, Frankie Muniz runs in and throws all the roses, and he's like, "Are you trying something?" In a rose bush at the end too, like yeah. coming well, that... into the room, he's like covered in a rose bush. Yeah. He's like <laughs> holding a bunch of roses. Like I think I I'll need these later. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, um, it's a cool moment, and that's when the movie kind of brought itself back for me. It was when they're doing this game mechanic and real world thing. Mixed up. And, it, and it took it from like a standard horror movie of the era to like, oh, they're doing something kind of interesting and cool here, which I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and then we get blood and nudity and weird ghost lady. And uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, but it's, it's, a lot. it's fine. It's fine. It's not bad. I liked it. It's intense Actually, and I it's liked fun it a lot. and it's a good horror ending to a movie. Yeah. Also, who doesn't love that... a good tower, right? Towers I do really cool. like the the moment after, like, they do the thing. Heroes win. Whoever's alive, they win. And then we just get that, like, epic close-up of the outro of Flick, or what's his name? Flint? Swick? Swick. Oh, uh, no. Uh, the gamer dude. Uh, Flinch. Our EB games. <laughs> no, not Flinch. Oh, Fidget? Fidget. Fidget. Yeah. Of him getting that copy of the game Honestly, fidget sounds like a gremlin name in the ps2 and having that narrator well, come back up I, I with this the in vibe. the background i got it... the i got the vibe i thought it was gonna go further and like the game had taken over the world <laughs> oh. it's just implied that that's for us to decide right or stay alive too if they yeah. ever make it it zooms out and the moon turns red like dum, 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 dum. here how about this <laughs> oh how my about god this? How about the this? blood moon No. The game takes over the world. That's my theory for this week. That was also <laughs> my original theory when I watched this. I was like, there's no stopping this. Now that it's out, if like this one little group of people were dumb enough to do the thing, who's to say that multiple people aren't dumb enough to do the thing? And that is mass murder. Because yeah. And nobody's the... going to be, be like, it's a video game. Yeah. As they're leaving the tower at the end, it's very Rocky Horror at the end of Rocky Horror where they don't like check. They just yeah. like there were it's done. No, that's fair. <laughs> that's also, like you would that. you that like if, if I was in that situation, I have to really like think about this in a fantasy realm. But if I was in a situation where all of my friends or the majority died, and then I killed the thing, and then I was running out for my life, would I look back? I don't know. I don't know if I would. I just feel like get away from that. I think we did it. I thought it's funny that you brought up Rocky Horror, uh, Jason, just now, because I uh, was thinking earlier about that, you know, the witch doctor lady or whatever in her shop. And she kept saying, well, it's, of course, about his obsession. And she kept, she kept <laughs> saying obsession over and over again. And I was like, this is a Tim Curry Frank movie. Also. Yeah. <laughs> holy shit. That should have yeah. been Tim Curry, that character. Yeah, that would have been so fun. <laughs> if they had gotten him on, I feel like he would have done it. He's talking about spice and a bunch of things. I yeah. think he could have done it. Well, I guess. Uh, what do you think? You want to do a quick a little game? I love oh, games. God, I forgot about the game. It but does... if it makes me die in real life, I'll be really upset. <laughs> <laughs> if you die in the MPAA game, you die in real life. Um... Oh God. How does this go? How does this go? Uh, okay. The MPAA, everyone. The MPAA. 
Wow. Backwards. You did it backwards. I've been doing it at both ends, but anyway, because I forget every time. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the most famous game on the internet. It's called the MPAA Guessing Game, and the rules are simple. At the end of each movie, there's an MPAA certificate number, and that number is associated with where where this movie falls on a history of film. There are five digits in the number, and because Steve hates this game so much, I've dumbed it down to the point that I'll actually give you the first two numbers. All you have to do is, with two guesses, guess the next three numbers in the sequence. There's not too much to think about other than the the first two numbers this week. Listen, I can count. I think I'm on this. Are the two numbers (laughs) 42. Just 999 other options. Okay. 42 are the first numbers? Yeah. Yeah. You just need to guess the other three numbers. I'll tell you higher or lower. For each of the three? It's one number. One, one number, three We're digits. trying to find one number. Yeah. It's like a, single digit or multiple digits? Three three digits. It's a, The number would be 42,000 something, something, something. Yeah. Understood. To, yeah. Uh, 135. Higher. 42,000. 888. Lower. Uh, ooh, 42,482. Uh, Slightly higher. 42,520. Oh my god, that's the closest we've gotten so far, unfortunately. <laughs> oh! Oh! The MPAA certificate number for this movie is 42518. Whoa, I was too away! I was too away! MPAA, everyone. The MPAA. Wow. Wow. Incredible. Good job. With that, um, I guess we're going to go into our final thoughts. I think that's all of the segments besides uh, the part after where we get out of here. Um, so, yeah, it's time for our final thoughts. It's time for our final thoughts. Of course, it is a tradition for the guest to go first so please would you go first Cass was that better give me one second my cat is acting up immediately so maybe someone take it away give me one second she's destroying a drawer the cat right has decided this week to not go first so Steve why don't you hit us with your final thoughts alright my final thoughts on this movie after not having seen it for almost 20 years is that I didn't not like it. I thought it was all right. Um, there's a lot of things I didn't like about it for sure, but for a horror movie of middling level in the early 2000s, I think this is something that maybe is deserving of a second look for those who saw it once and forgot about it. Cause I probably never would have watched this again. Cass had you not recommended it. Yeah, and that. Uh, and I didn't I didn't have a bad time. I uh, I really like the opening. I really like the end. There's a lot of jello in the middle that I found hard to walk across. But, you know, I, I was able to get a couple of good 
<laughs> slops of jello in my mouth along the way that I was like, these are tasty a little bit, I think. And uh, I think it's an interesting concept. It's a, a fun concept. And the fact that the creators of this movie are thinking about trying to revisit the idea, I think that maybe this could be a good first run. You know, like, I, I don't know if I'll ever watch it again, but uh, if anybody was ever like, what are the best video game movies you've ever seen? I would probably toss this in there into the list of like the top 20 at least because there are so many bad ones that it's easy to, to, to stick this one in, you know, like, um, it's I, always a fun watch. Like, it is fun. Like, it's, it's fun. It's fun. There's nothing offensive about it. There's nothing bad about it really. It's just, it's, you know, it's just not something that I, uh, that I can, I, I wouldn't rec recommend this to everybody, but I, there are, there is a specific group of people that I would recommend it to. And those people are gamers and horror fans and especially fans of kind of like chunky and uh, clunky horror, which like is like we were talking about earlier. Like it's sometimes fun to see the seams and this is one of those ones you can see the seams and it's very clearly it's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, my favorite part. Hello, Bumsy, probably. <laughs> hello, but, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I like it. Uh, if I had to give it a rating, I'd say if you die while watching it, you'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> probably. That's how life works, I think. Like, if oh, you shit. died watching it, uh, I'll <laughs> stick with that rating. Yeah. <laughs> you're back i can go i think my cat has been quiet enough for a second just put in a little choke hold just to i couldn't catch her she's water even if i tried she'd be like <laughs> escape artist um i love this movie and every single time i talk about this movie i preface it with it's okay if you hate it because it's not for everybody it's not necessarily good but it has so many good moments that if you can just turn your brain off for a second and enjoy it, you will have a good time. Um, it also got me again to like do some really cool history research about Elizabeth Bathory and that entire saga of Hungarian life that I didn't know about. Um, actors were honestly sometimes great, sometimes not. Script didn't help them, but that's okay. Uh, it was, I don't know, it's its something that every single time I see it, I feel so much joy. And I will say also, Stephen, you know our friend Tatiana. Mm -hmm. um, when we first became friends, I asked her if she saw this movie and she said, yes, it's my favorite movie. And I said, we are now friends forever. Oh, well, that's, um, a, that's a reason why she's a friend of the show and a future guest. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like, it's a, a weird bonding moment. If you know someone who sees it, it's like watching Clone High in the day. Right. And you're like, yeah. have you seen Clone High? Yes. Did you love it? Yes. And now we're best friends. Um, I would rate it um, a very biased 10 out of 10 um, with me having a D&D &D character myself named after her in my vampire story and some scissors to cut the thread at the end of it. That's good. It's a good time. Oh, fantastic. Uh, do you have a rating for it? Yeah, 10 out of 10. It's biased. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Right. I love it. Everybody should see this movie. I don't care if you hate it or you love it. You watch it. 
You watch yeah. it. You watch it. Uh, Leon in the chat says, I was here for like 15 minutes or three hours and somehow of three hours and y'all have made me want to watch the movie. It's good. It's fun. But Steven, do you have to have gone to a nude beach to understand it? That's a joke from you know what? I think a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I think if I had gone to a nude beach while watching this or just before or after. You'd be too warm. This I'd is be... a fall winter movie. You can't watch it in the summer. <laughs> yeah, I would I'd be embarrassed of my wiener. <laughs> All right. My th- shrinky dink. Thank you, Cass. Okay, Boulder. Thank you. Thank you. Steven. Thank you, Link, or whatever. Um The Death Me. Uh, to answer Leon's question, where my merch sweater's at, um, it's cold winter now. Maybe I'll wear it next week. Uh, as far as my, you know, final thoughts go, I don't want to be too harsh because this movie is somewhat competent, is a somewhat competent horror, but the shoehorned video game stuff makes me a little bit crazy. Um, I guess not shoehorned. The video game backdrop makes me a little crazy. I, they could have done something different and it would have been the same movie and maybe more effective. I just get, it just makes me cringe when people talk about video game concepts, like with this weird wooden, you know, like it's a little bit when they better now when they do it. But in 2006, like you got, we were talking about like video games were very much just like video games for kids and for losers, even still in 2006. Or the opposite is like, they're, they're hardcore into it. And someone's being like, Hey, Hey, hit a, no grenade, grenade. (laughs) Yeah. Like shut up. Could have been the whole movie. So thank God we didn't have that. Absolutely. (laughs) It's the people writing it too, that it mostly falls on. Right. So some like old 45 year olds, right. Writing a video game movie. I think that's what happened here. The actors just don't deliver the lines referencing video game stuff in a believable way. Actually, none of the dialogue is delivered in a believable way because it's some of the worst I've ever heard. Uh, the story was kind of hard to follow at points too. I know it's more about the kills and being a teen horror slasher romp, but man, do they go out of their way to throw stuff in that is unnecessary the old lady scene, the author scene, which it's great that I found out was just spice. Completely cut. Yeah, it was from the theatrical release. I, I might like the tighter theatrical cut because it. You can borrow my DVD if you want. I would love to watch that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would like to rewatch this in higher resolution because some elements were cool, but in like the 720, I, it had to have been 480p or whatever. Our uh, the copy of me and Steve watched. Uh, it looked blurry and muddy a lot of the time. So, unfortunately, I give this movie a 2 out of 5. I do appreciate... I'm sorry. I do appreciate it it's more... It's fine, but I will say a seance at the end yeah, of this, yeah. and it <laughs> might come to haunt You're me. like, ah, they do it. And bring out my power. candles and my crystals, and I'm doing what they... Give me the power. I'm Listen, <laughs> I told you on the weekend, Cass, that I was going to be... I was going to be a little bit untoward about it, so... That's I... okay. I love that. We got a lot out of it, though. We got we talked about this fucking movie for three hours again. Again, <laughs> I am the curse. I did it. Uh, Jimmy, I will say Jimmy Simpson understood the assignment, yeah. and I sentenced this movie to play "Stay Alive." Whatever, Ooh. whatever you think that means. Um, Could this video game survive its own concept <laughs> if yeah. it played? Maybe in "Stay Alive" too. We'll get it. I don't know. I think it's uh, 
I think it was good. Uh, I would think it was good in that f- if the three of us watched this together, like we've done for all our other movies, I might have given this a three. So I believe that. You know what I mean? Next time. Next time. Um, with that, Silent Hill. Yeah, when we cover Silent Hill, but that's like a better movie. <sighs> My favorite moment of all of. Horror I don't concert. really think it is a better movie, but uh, I mean, <laughs> I, it's not. But oh, that yeah. rippy scene! I think it's about the same. So with that, we can actually successfully enter 2024. Finally, I think that oh next week. Oh my god! Week, so Happy New Year, Happy guys! Happy New Year, everybody in the future. Um, oh wow, it is. Yeah, you're right. Cass, wow, we did it. <laughs> we talked about this movie so long. It's actually 2024 now. So. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Wait, according to my phone, it's 2025. We've been talking about this movie for a whole year. Stay Alive 3. <laughs> the time code. Uh, Cass, before we get out of here, do you have anything that you want to plug this week? Um, uh, This is actually, you know what's really funny about being an actor and being in any kind of filming thing? It takes a long time to make it a thing. So I have some things that are still on the horizon. Um, I'll let you know. All right. Well, you'll they're leave. they're fully edited, and that's really cool. And I don't know when they're going to all the festivals. Okay. But... Well, look out for that. Um, I'm sure you'll oh, be... wait. One thing. Yep. Um, if you uh, hashtag uh, spring is passing on Instagram, uh, you will find some really cool trailers for some stuff that's coming up. So, there you go. Spring is passing. Hashtag spring is passing. Uh, I look forward to seeing a thing that I know that I know about. So uh, hopefully the next time you're on, you'll be able to talk about that a little bit more in depth. Um, I would like to just say that thank you for a great year. Um, The holiday card that you can find online has all the guests that have been on throughout the year. Some people have been on five times in a single calendar year. So looking at you, Cass, um, we is also, it me? It is it's you. you. I think it's Thanks. you, and I think you might be the only one at the at, like now. I mean, I'm still technically a guest. I just don't. <laughs> you just leave. never left. <laughs> I need you to get out of that mindset because I need you now more than ever, buddy. A um, hundred episodes of audio are now up in audio form on any, uh, well, Apple and Spotify specifically. Um, you can find us on all social media if you just look up hey did you see this one we're everywhere i try to i try to spread myself as thin as humanly possible to just get those sweet sweet likes for that sweet sweet dopamine my mouth is actually watering check this out on tiktok because in the new year i'm going to start putting up tiktoks of clips of the show as well i can help you with the algorithm i would love for that well let's have a conversation about that because i need some assistance i got you um and then i'm also going to do uh reels and um shorts on youtube as well so they'll probably all go up at the same time and with that uh thank you noel for popping in when you could tonight and i guess that just leaves one question that needs to be asked uh Cass, could you ask the very 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 i'm stalling very very special question that we ask each and every week i don't think i've ever on the five times i've been here gotten it right but um hey did you see this one nailed it Nailed it. Out of the park. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I can't wait to shed all my clothes off and <laughs> slice open a virgin and bathe in some blood. Listen, it keeps you young. <laughs>